Why can't we just take steroids? Your genetic makeup, that's a bullet in the chamber, but your training pulls the trigger. And the shit hit my chest <laughs> mad hard. Boom, and I got to here and I stopped and I just started going, take off the little circle. Take off. <laughs> this is why he wasn't allowed to bench press. This right. What's up everybody? Welcome to Flager 2. Uh, we are here with our boy, Dr. Jordan Shallows. Mm. It's just one of me. Yeah, it's, it's just one. Shallow. You At least you didn't hit it with. Real hard. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Shallows. No, it's no, shallow. it's been been shallow. <laughs> been shallow. The whole I thought time. it was Shallows. No, I've let you skate on it for like two and a half, almost three months. <laughs> I'm like, nah, certainly. Well, now you tell me on the podcast. I've been talking I was, I was about literally it for saving for this. This is like retribution. <laughs> Every single week, I bring you up, Doctor Jordan Shallows. Yeah, no, I let you skate. Some it's other just guys shallow. Just one. Oh, you got to add the S, dude. That's the thing you I do. I got to add the S. Shallows. You pluralize most names. Yes. Yeah. I grew up with blacks. <laughs> or black. I grew I up with black. No, that's a Mexican thing, too. Or no, Mexicans don't pluralize. Uh, dude, I... Like, I Spanish idea. people will not pluralize certain words. They should like be plural. Oh, God, I'm trying to think. Al, help me out. You're kind of Spanish. <laughs> not Spanish enough. What is it? You're not Spanish enough <laughs> yeah, to know. No, Fucking no. a, I, it will come to me. But I do believe like that five tortilla. No, 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 tortillas. Five tortillas. No, because that's an actual Spanish word, so they would Fuck. say it right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're here with Dr. Jordan Shallows. I'm gonna say Shallows. Right. That's what I, like that. I gotta it's change so my Instagram sicker. now. Fuck. It's so right, much sicker like this. Okay. First of all, what? Just to give everybody a little bit of a, a understanding of what's going on here, Jordan has been uh, working us out. Yeah. At least myself, Akash, and Mark, Alex got a workout in yesterday. Mm -hmm. Okay. For free, mind you. Yes. I don't know why you've been doing this. You're a professional. You work with like major athletes. You're the uh, head uh, fucking doctor or whatever at the Brandon Marshall's company. What is it called? HOA, House of Athletes. House of Athletes. There's no reason why you should be so generous to us. Yeah. So before we move on, what is the rub? Oh, it's just, it's just, <laughs> what's going on? Cause it's yeah. a hilarious contrast to me. Yeah, to like yeah, work yeah. with you and then drive up and go work with like a $25 million guy. Now, what? what whoa, 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 No, 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 You could have said athlete. You could have said they're more successful in every aspect of their life. No, no, I mean, so for me, it's just like, it's kind of proof of concept. Yeah. It's like, if you can. Tune a Ferrari, you can change the oil on a Civic. <laughs> Yo, right? this is this guy is you're being really, mad. You're calling moves, them Civics, right? bro. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's you're calling it. those athletes Civics, bro. That's fucked up. No, it's just it's fun to me because like it's more fun to me to like work with you guys than it is to work with them. Why? Because um, we listen. There's yeah, part of it. There's less consequence of the objective outcome. Right, like there's less weight and gravity carried to it. Like you miss a rep, it's not a big deal because it's like if you. For the record, if you can't, if you're listening to this podcast. Jordan does not look like the guy who would say there's less consequence of an objective outcome or whatever the fuck sentence he just said. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. guy looks like he should be on a dock. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Bruce Springsteen yeah. singing around you. Yeah, there's no, yeah, you're way too smart for how you look. Wow. That's, that's a shallow thing, right? That's pretty yeah. bad for the oh, shallow thing. It. It's right, fun to do it. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really fun to, do, to be condescending, but serious. Okay. But seriously, you look dumb, but you're Thanks. so smart. Nah, dude, that's the bait, it's the bait and switch. It is the bait. Because that's the thing. I don't have to be that smart. Yes. Like a couple, three, four syllable words with the knuckle tattoos. I'm sweet. And also, oh. when you start talking about like ligaments and shit, like right. doctors are really there on point because they know if they just name it. Son. 
something difficult. We're yeah. just going to trust right. whatever they have to say. Oh my God. Something and he goes, yeah, it's your prefrontal cortex. Your Tiberius your is not connected to your Euphrates <laughs> and your Tigris is too much. And then, and then I'm like, all right, just how do we fix it? What right. do we do? Yeah. yeah. No, it's fun. I like it. You're like, what? Well, because there's like, we were talking, Al and I were talking about this last night, right? Yeah. He's like, and just was, give us a steroid. Borderline. That's, <laughs> that's a Mark Fucking steroid. That's a okay? Mark. Oh, I've Mark's been on a about, juice? Is though? Mark on a juice? Every single, no, but like. He so wants it so bad. He amazing. wants it so bad. Because oh, yeah. he just juice wants up. the result. Yeah. Yes. Juice he up. just wants the result. You want to get out of your own head. That's it. That's all you want. He hates my workouts. Dude, I, <laughs> he hates it's like, them. I would he never said, do them. He hates my workouts. He goes, it, it, it's painful for me, for me to even put these together. Is right. that true? Dude, when, <laughs> when you did their spot at the improv like a couple weeks ago and you brought up Barry's boot camp, I yeah. rushed the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like oh. Barry's boot camp. Because like the first couple of workouts. Hey bro, hey, bro, Barry out here killing it, dog. <laughs> Barry, Barry got no social distancing in his uh, boot camp. Do your thing. Yeah. Do you think? But I no mask, no social distancing. Mm. Unlike where you work out, Dude, you no said mask. you you said I have to wear two masks every time <laughs> I work out. I literally you, you, you pull it up on the pod. No, 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 no. Jim is Canada, bro. You're Canadian. No. You're like we have to be careful you, about our neighbors. You can literally you know pull, it up. <laughs> pull it up. on our the neighbors. Our neighbors might be sick, and they might have old people. We have to take care of our neighbors. You were doing that. Pull it up on the pod. I literally remember you going, "Yo, we went to this gym, and the dude was like, we got to the doors, like, yo, we have to wear masks." No. Like, yeah, no, you I'll find it. it. You've I'm done this multiple it. times. You always look at me, and when we're about to make a decision, you go, what would Ottawa do? That's what yeah, you yeah, always yeah. say. No, That's like what that. you always it's say. Like, That's the capital. I'm going to be paying for the shallows. Thing. <laughs> shallows. He's on. He's in. We're all in. Okay. So so that is true. I like a workout that gets me out of my head. Right. As long as I'm more or less slim. As long as I can look like I may have abs and clothes, even if I don't have them. That's <laughs> all, all I need. care about. But what does that mean? Out of your head. Like, like you I, I, you know, I'm thinking about things too much. So I like going to the point of like um, survival. The only thing he wants to worry about is consuming oxygen. That's it. Like he literally just wants to go until he lays on the floor. Yeah. Like after every exercise, pretty much I lay on the floor for a little. Especially when we go on the bike. Do you guys even do the bike? The bike is so fucking hard, dog. Oh, I hate the bike. Brutal. Yeah. I hate yeah, yeah, the bike. Yeah, yeah. What does he do for you on the bike? I just warm up on it and I hate it. I hate it. I'm ready oh, to go. Oh, you don't do the 30-30? No. Uh, we've done intervals it? a few times. But and yours, I hate it. That's his whole bad. workout is that. Three, four drills together in succession, like minutes. Guys, with like a bunch buddy. of bitches over here. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you only see the chicks push, on the bike. He makes so. me push the sled thing. I hate that. Yeah. Oh, I love the sled. Yeah. You like yeah. the sled? No, because my whole life, I've just been a bitch. So if I'm pushing a sled, I'm like, I feel like I'm uh, doing something. He's can I, can he's I ask you a serious yeah. question? Yeah. I mean this sincerely, because yes, he always makes fun of me. <laughs> yeah, you are. He always makes fun of me for this. Is, this, is the floor a little bit lopsided? <laughs> because... This way is that. easy and this way is hard. I have noticed. I that. think it's crooked. Yeah. I don't feel And it, there's a gravitational thing. The I think there's a gravitational the first, thing. The first round is easy? The first way down, when you go towards the boxing. I think uh, you're just tired, dog. No. I don't get tired. <laughs> I don't get tired. But have you noticed that with bench pressing too, that the way down is easy and then back up is harder? Oh, okay. Nothing's hard I, for I, me. I <laughs> also, he doesn't let me bench press. <laughs> 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 I'm not allowed to bench press. No. Sometimes I'll do that. Sometimes I'll do the hexagon thing. The hexagon thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the hexagon that? squat or a deadlift or something. Oh, like trap that. bar dead. Chop bar dead. Trap bar deadlift. Yeah, trap yeah, yeah. bar deadlift. Chap yeah. what? Yeah, the trap bar's trap house. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. Okay, let's let's just get to the bottom of it because we're competitive guys on this podcast. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay? okay, here goes. So, first of all, I work out to get out of my head. Right. Mark works out for results. Steroids. Right. Steroids. <laughs> he, he just wants results. Whatever yeah, the quickest way to results is. Yes. Akash, why does he work out? Akash I don't know. works out. I do. 
I know. Because yeah. it's, so it's the contrast, right? Like, yes. I, the way you approach comedy is so, like, it seems, like, really analytical. Yeah. Right? Like, when you're doing the Netflix, you go, oh, it's been, like, 100 hours a week, and it's, like, practice the way you walk out on stage, and, like, you're constantly just polishing. He's taking notes for you at shows. Yeah. And it's, like, your whole life is just, like, in your own head. So you're, like, all right, I'm going to take this hour to get out of my own head. Because yeah. the rest of your life, you're in your own head. He's in his own head the most when he's doing comedy. Right? Like he, he, like he's up on stage, like he'll get worried when he's doing a podcast, he'll, he'll get worried. So if he can get like more, basically he just wants to be able to fuck people up or not get fucked up. So it's like, yeah. if he can get, build strength in the gym, like he, yeah. he likes to know all the details. We stop with details like day two. Yeah. Once your girl stopped coming, she was like, oh, this is great. You could learn some stuff. And you're like, yeah, this is great. I'm like, this guy doesn't want to learn shit. Yeah. He just wants to move. That was yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> but like Akash is like, okay, I want to I want to do it right. Yeah, yeah. But you, I, you can just tell me how to do it right. Right. How do yeah. you fuck up the bike? Huh? How do you fuck up the bike? Uh, I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> With him, it's like he wants to know if shit pops off on stage. Yeah. That like he's. He I need can to be five percent less in my head. Every percent less in my head I am on stage is important. So aren't you learning how to fight? Yeah, martial arts. Like that. Yeah. So yeah. First, I just need to, to get squats. a manly, like an actual man level of strength. Yeah. And then from there we'll learn how to fight. So right that is now, your... I'm so weak yeah. that I feel like even if the, in jujitsu they're like you flip like this, I'd be like, eh, eh. <laughs> like, hey, hey. And you don't think that we should teach him actually some fighting moves? Oh, I think he's, him. I think he's on the right track. Yeah. I okay. think like let's build, build up the muscle, build some strength then... first. Yeah, yeah. Because and this is the thing with jujitsu. Right? Yeah. There's always like the 135 pound guy that's like I don't care how big you are. It's like yeah, you will. Yeah. You you definitely will when I grab the bathrobe and you realize you're fucked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> I can't, you can't have that for him. So it's like, all right, let's get it so that when you do go into that, you're, that you're, that you're packing some heat. Okay. And then Mark? Mark just wants the outcome. Outcome. And then what about Alex? Alex, we kind of did like a drink from a fire hose thing where we're like, all right, this is one session. Let's just throw. Is that what you called it? As, <laughs> as, <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Not the first time. How the first time? You, he drinks from your fire hose out? Yeah, we ain't getting none of this. I'm on this goddamn Merodyne bike for the last oh, three months. Well, we did like we did like a probably the deepest thought because it was one session. I was like, all right, yo, it was late last night. I'm going to try and give you as much like yeah, tangible yeah. takeaway shit. Whereas like you guys like, all right, we've been working together for months. Okay. So let's like slow drip because you think you the upper dorsum is ubilis you yeah. brady shit that you were talking about yeah you thought that was a lot I was yeah like, i went i went like i gave you about 50 percent yeah and it was like so basically he's saying like i'm way more advanced than you guys it's he is more advanced <laughs> yeah no he's got he's like, more he's, got he's got good history. yeah he's like yeah. he watched youtube videos on how to work out and all that kind of shit yeah so like yeah. i could <laughs> i could hit yeah. every step with every set with him we layered on something else and layered on something else and layered on something else <laughs> where it's like with you yeah, guys that, we okay. slow drifted like you hear that we're like, all right, next week we're going to do this. Like, yo, next set. He's complimenting you. One combo. He also changed it and tra trained in a different gym, which is like a little bit. The set and setting. It was a gay gym, right? Yeah. You went to Barry's boot camp, didn't you? went to Barry's yeah. boot camp. Yeah, you guys right. went to Barry's yeah. boot camp. Yo, I, I got a fire hose. So. I got yeah. 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 Barry's boot camp one time, bro. No, nah, I did an F45 class once. A what? F45? Oh, that's super gay, dude. Yeah, my buddy owns the company. So, well, your buddy's a big old... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Robbie. Is he Funny. big? What is he? Uh, you could take him. You could throw hands. I could throw hands with yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's a rugby player, though. I don't know. Ah, uh, they're good uh, at tackling. Yeah. yeah That's you, what you're built like. You're built like a rugby player. Thank you. He lived in Australia for a lot of years. That makes sense. That's right. You got yeah. married in Australia? Yeah. And divorced in Australia? Hey, uh, I don't know where I was when I got divorced. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. Work. 
really she couldn't put up with that? I mean, I'm on the road, right? I was on the road up until being this in Florida. This is the longest I've been in one place in the last like four years. Really? Yeah. Prior to this trip, the longest I was in a single city for was like 11 days for three years. Okay. Yeah. Jordan, can you give us a little background on you? Like, were you a professional bodybuilder? No. You were just a guy <laughs> who lift, lifted? I was a powerlifter. You're a professional powerlifter? Well, as much as people make money powerlifting. It's okay. not really a profession. Okay. It's not on my LinkedIn profile or anything like that. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like, so here's the thing. you And it's always at airport security for whatever reason. Yeah. They're the most inquisitive people in the world. And the seven second interaction, inter interaction while they're grabbing your dick. Yeah. Where you're like kind of spread out and it's like, it's the same thing. It's my left shoulder and right hip every single time I go through that thing. And they're like, oh, like, what do you do? And like, I kind of know what they mean. They're not asking about like my vocation or my job. So it's like, why are you built like this. but yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so i'm like oh no like i compete in powerlifting and they always do like the bodybuilding stuff or they do like yeah. the olympic lift. oh is that this one yeah, yeah is it yeah, this yeah. one it's like <laughs> yeah for the you're gonna i'm out of your life in three seconds if right. you let me go and not go to secondary sure it's that one yeah so yeah i was in competitive powerlifting for like five or six years okay and then um yeah i mean backstory on the career i went to chiropractic college in california i started uh as a chi corporate chiropractor at apple opened a practice in mountain view Started competitive powerlifting uh, and then was a strength coach at Stanford for mm -hmm. three or four years. Now, have you ever worked on Tim Cook's back since he probably gets it blown out? I, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. There's oh, a, really? There's, a HIPAA there's an NDA. Uh, HIPAA, so like health yeah. information. He doesn't have an NDA. I, I, you know what NDA stands for? Yes. No dicks allowed. <laughs> He's never signed one of those in his life. <laughs> what do you have to treat more with a guy like Tim Cook? A guy like Tim Cook. Like the Tim back Cook. or the throat? Is his neck, <laughs> neck ever sore? Like, you know, that's a lot. Like, you know that Floyd Mayweather shit where he puts the weight on his head and you gotta do that? Does Tim Cook have to do that? <laughs> What's the work on? He's just laying off the side of the ring. <laughs> Fucking weights hanging off his skull. <laughs> Let's go, Tim. Let's go. Tim, you don't think he's going to be great at that? You don't just become mediocre at certain things if you're great at running the company, you know? You're going to run the company and have trash booty hole? I've never thought about <laughs> just it. Just think about that. Like, Do I have to? Would, I'm just, yes. I bet he, yeah, because you know they say about like super powerful women, yeah. they want to get dominated. So a guy like Tim probably wants that, he wants to get fucked, right? He's a super powerful guy. People always ask him questions. But he wasn't always powerful. I think he was always pretty powerful. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You might not have been Steve Jobs, but now he's—it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Listen. Fucked. We don't want to get too distracted here. Right. Okay. So you're working at Apple. You're doing all these things, and then eventually you realize, I'm good at lifting shit. I'm gonna kind of compete in this. Yeah. But they're not guys that do this professionally. I mean, with like supplement sponsors and stuff, you can make like a half decent living. Really, really, really good. But it's nothing. It's nothing. And powerlifting is squat. That's it. Bench, deadlift. Oh, bench as well. Yeah, all three. So like you take the best of like you all show up on the day, you weigh in separate weight classes. And yeah. Kind of go like, all right, who can like you get three attempts at each lift. Yeah. And then you take your best completed attempt yeah. at each lift and you add it together and you get your total. Mm -hmm. And then you stack it up against the other guys in your weight class and best total win. What percentage of the people are on steroids? Uh, it depends on the federation. Okay. Depends on, yeah, it depends on the federation, depends on the meat. Some are, I mean, it's always hard, right? There's difference in like any sport, like drug tested isn't drug free. Uh, right, like UFC is drug tested, but like we know UFC ooh. ain't no drug free. Right? Oh, really? Okay, explain that. Well, you can test all you want, but it doesn't mean that people aren't getting by the test. How would people uh, get around the test? 
Um, we had this conversation at the gym. Yeah, I mean, there's a few depends on like the the overarching like governing body that's going to be testing. Yeah, like, yeah. Some people kind of know when they're going to be tested. That's a big one. Right? And then how can you get it out of your it system? It depends quickly. on like the compounds you take and how long those compounds stay in your system. For, right. So it's like if you take something, you know, if you know you're not going to get like drug tests in the off season, you're going to get a bit of an edge. Fighters do this with camps, right? Like a fighter's going into a camp, they're not going to get tested outside of camp. The rumor right? was, and I don't want to, you know, put any shade on the great one's name, but the rumor was there were certain fighters that wouldn't announce their fight until five weeks out, even though their camps were usually between eight and ten weeks. Right. And that's so that they could cycle from week ten to week five, yeah. cycle meaning take steroids. And the only time the commission was able to test you was once the fight was signed. Right. Because mm. they can't go to your gym if you're not contractually obligated to anything. Right. Mm. Like why would you be even testing? Yeah. Right? And that's the difference between like a, an organization like the UFC and the Olympics. Right, like the Olympics has. Like, oh shit! Where, where, I think UFC announces their fights pretty late too. Well, yeah. I mean, look at the guys. <laughs> They're juiced to the gills. Uh, I remember what gills. was his name? <laughs> um, uh, Overeem. Oh yeah, I remember. Like Overeem. I mean, like, you egregious. don't need to bring in the golden snitch. It's like I could have called that from like the other side of the way and said, like, yeah, "Yo, yeah, that yeah. guy. Are you serious? Like, yeah. come on." Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the UFC is a little bit different, and I th but I think if all sports started to adopt like an Olympic style, where like you had to list your whereabouts. Like I have friends that are going to compete in Tokyo for like Fernando Reyes, the big dude at the gym yep, in, yep. Um, at hybrid. Yeah. I'll fuck them up. Yeah. Right. Good luck. Whereabouts. I'm so like they will up. show up. I'll to slap the him right in his mouth. Like if he go, if he flies to Brazil, yo, go lift that shit, bitch. That's what I said. <laughs> he walks to the gym. No, I go, yo, away, go, go lift that shit up, yo. Put some of them circles on the bar and lift it up, son. Circles on the bar, <laughs> son. <laughs> what are they? Whatever. You know what I mean? If you guys, uh, you guys uh, can't picture this guy. He so looks great. like the fucking mountain on Game of Thrones. Legit. Who? This guy. That's what he looks like to you? Yeah. <laughs> What's he look like to you, Cersei? Son, that motherfucker look like Cersei. Shame when he walks through the fucking gym. Shame if you don't lift that. Fernando. <laughs> You don't know about no real workouts. Yeah, we're no not dropping him. this episode until we out of Miami. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> He's a few blocks away right now. But I think, like, and here's the thing. UFC doesn't want, I don't think UFC wants drugs out of it. No, because they look the so much better. Right. It was the same with CrossFit. Yeah. Right? Like, you want look like Tyson Fury? <laughs> Do you know Tyson Fury, yeah, yeah. the boxer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Humpty Dumpty, bro. Yeah, not a good, not a good, not a good look. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, he literally he's like, built like an egg, bro. He falls <laughs> down, he cracks. That's crazy. True, he's in Miami right now. Yeah, but that's all, that's all, that's all pro sports. <laughs> that's, great. That's, that's all pro sports. Yeah. Right. What do you mean that's all pro sports? Every pro sport they're using? To a certain degree, yes. And it's oh, okay, now doubt performance enhancing Fire. drugs are more than we're gonna get into this. We're gonna get into this because he said something really interesting to me. He said it's it would be and don't let me, you know. Yeah, no, I won't. Misquote you here, but you said that there are so many different drugs, it'd be almost impossible to test for every single drug. So what they do is test for the thing that removes that from your system. And that's where they usually pop you in UFC. Right? Uh, I don't know specifically about UFC, or, but yeah, or in a lot. There's, there's, some, there's a narrow funnel of drugs that most people are kind of blind to. And like, I'm not a biochemist by any stretch of the imagination, yeah. but you'll notice that it's like similar compounds when you read reports when they release them. It's like, oh... Right. Why are these guys always getting popped? But the, the wantingness to cheat will always supersede the wantingness to get, catch someone cheating. Yeah, so yeah. They're always going to be on the leading edge. So you have an incredible amount of, of performance-enhancing drug use in all sports because everybody's going to look for an advantage, right. right? I mean, shit, I'm a 37-year-old dude. 
I want to take, I've asked you specifically this question. Like, what if we just take like a small amount That's of what HGH? I've been thinking my whole life. Steroids. Bro, he said the funniest shit to me. He goes, what did I say? He goes, bro, we should all just get on steroids. And I was like, why? He's like, ah, see, for me, I don't want to get like jacked. You know, I just, I just need it for recovery. Yeah. Recovery like, from what? Recovery Sorry. from what, bro? You don't wow. see me laying on the floor after we work wow. out? You need to work out hard. One day morning, 8 to 9 a.m., he needs to I'll be laying on the floor at Barry's, bro. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> after Barry's, I just lay right on the treadmill. I put my towel down on the on the stop treadmill, and I lay on that bitch. Yeah. Well, do you know why? You know what you're lifting? What is that? Hammy. Hammy. But yeah, man, for real. No, but one thing. Oh, sorry. You no, go, 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 go. So one thing I inquired about was HGH because isn't that more for recovery? I want that too. That I would, <laughs> I, I would HGH, entertain I that want shit. Testosterone. If I could just get up the next day and HGH work out again. When I was 5'3", maybe I'd be 5'10 right Can now. Can I tell you maybe? something? Huh. Can I tell you something? Huh. You know Sam? Who? Jim Norton and Sam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim and Sam. Sam took HGH as a kid because he had some like weird thing where he wasn't going to grow. And now he became a normal size adult. Yeah. That, where the fuck was that for me? You could have taken it as a kid. They do do this, right? They yeah, give it to kids who are undersized, yeah, yeah. and it makes them fucking regular size. Your parents worked at GNC. They should know Son, this. Son, they had access to it. They it's didn't try to put any pills in your haters, fucking... Dog. It's never haters. too late, Pinocchio. Hey. <laughs> Yo, for real. You could be a boy. Hater, dog. Dude, that's, that is actually... Yeah, that's bad parenting. Yeah, Mike, he saw my green eyes. He's like, fuck this little motherfucker. You're <laughs> <laughs> be tall, bitch. Try to sabotage that? you, bro. Yeah, fuck. saboteur. Okay, so, so why can't we just take a little bit of roids, a little bit of HGH. What are the issues here? Uh, I mean, just limit it. Right. Health-wise, health-wise. health-wise. What do I have so, to look forward I mean, to? Again, like not a biochemist by yeah. by trade or vocation. Hey, gu- guys, Doctor Shallows is not a biochemist by any Good. stretch of the imagination. Now right. say the shit. Yeah. So like, let's like, <laughs> tell us what let's the go fuck with we human should growth do. Hormone, because I think that's the one that gets the most. Yeah. Amount GH. Of that's, that's what we call. Sounds... We call it GH. Yeah. I when I'm slapping H. around Raymond H. in the gym, I'm like, yo, you need to take a little more GH. Don't want to mess that up. You don't want to be injecting heroin. I So like, yeah. So H H G H G H. Yeah. Right. Like. It would produce it naturally. Dude, heroin growth hormone would be sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know the superpowers you'd have? Like the guys with oh, heroin yeah. doesn't kill and they're like carrying fridges around their neighborhood. Like that guy. Bro, you're just throwing up this huge bench press and just falling asleep. I got, I got insomnia. It's perfect for me. Oh. Growth hormone and heroin is exactly yeah. what I need. Right. So GH. Okay. GH. Like one yeah. of, it's, it, which is HGH for you fucking dorks. Right. So H- Son, the way I be sunning people in the gym, bro, <laughs> when I walk in that gym, the the way I sun people, do I not? You do. Sometimes I'd be looking at, they'll lift on the hexagon bar. What is that shit called again? Trap bar. Trap bar. And I literally just lift it over them like a skirt. <laughs> I lift that shit up like a skirt. That's mine. And I'll take it and I'll start lifting. Do we not do that? He does every week. There we do. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen 100%. It. This right. shit happens, bro. Yeah. I put Ray, Raymond, what's his name? The guy I beat up all the Fernando. time? Fernando. I put Fernando on a bike the other day, bro. I didn't <laughs> tell you that. Hey, I, said, I said, get your ass on a bike, Fernando, with your fat, flabby ass. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, he actually gave me a little pushback. Yeah, he should. What do you mean he should? He's 200 kilos and he's going to get, he's going to meddle. Yo, 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 yo. Don't, don't, kilos, don't, don't, kilos, don't hey, cut on, that gay shit out of here, bro. Come on, bro. What is this? Of, kilos? What is that? <laughs> the rest of the world. Hey, lifted. how many liters of water do you have? <laughs> <laughs> how many centimeters tall is he, Jordan? Yo, go on, bro. <laughs> cut this shit out, Jordan. Kilos, right, this hands. is America, dude. Come on. Yeah. Can we be American uh, about this? Yeah, how many guns tall was it, bro? <laughs> 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 okay. So HGH. Yeah, HGH. So there's obviously 
cost benefit. So one of the long-term issues and with growth hormone is that it's going to decrease a process in your body called glycolysis, which breaks down carbohydrates. Okay. Right. So it'll increase a process called lipolysis, which increases the breakdown of fat. Mm. So in the short term, it's like, oh, yay, great. It makes me leaner because it helps promote lipolysis, this breakdown of fat. Yep. But long term, if you like, we know we diagnose people who have a hard time breaking down carbohydrates, right? That's what diabetes is to a certain degree. Oh. Right? So glucose management. So if you kind of have issues, long term with glucose management that can kind of trigger that so decreasing glycolysis is no bueno so if your initial thought process was i'm going to take hgh to get leaner or recover then long quotes you see right well recover it's like i don't know there's a lot more to recovery than you think and really recovery starts with is there though yeah there is (laughs) is there though like just recover right just sit around just sit around recover put the gh in me right you know what i mean (laughs) but there's a lot of people i put my feet up on fernando's back because he's the fucking ottoman in my house (laughs) when i get back from a long day at work i go like this sit right there fernando and i put on the tv i I always feel bad for shouting him out now i was like (laughs) Name? What's his name again? Fernando I'll be you. honest, I don't know who we're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> no clue, but I love you, Fernando. Uh, R-E-I-S. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like a catch-22, right? Yeah. Like the catch-22 is, oh, I'm going to take this to get leaner, recover, but long-term, you're going to run into it. Like oh. that's just one of the issues. And one potential long-term is, can you bring him up on the TV, yeah, Albert, so I can see go. what I'm... Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what inspired me. <laughs> uh, all right, so one potential long-term effect is diabetes. Yeah, potential. Potential. Right, it's right, not right. guaranteed, but, but it's short potential. term, you're good money. Well, it also depends on like, and then you could get thick too if you stop digesting carbohydrates, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of oh shit, Bro, that's, that's Alex. That's Jones. not the Olympics. <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't think we've met, bro. I've seen, seen this motherfucker. I've seen him because I pointed him out and be like, "Yo, he's going to Tokyo." He looked like oh, Bam Bam Bigelow. So <laughs> you don't want that. No. Yeah. Fuck, something, and that's the thing. That's just a picture. You actually watch him move. Something that big to move as fast as he moves with the weight that he has. Probably one of the most powerful human beings on the planet. Oh my goodness. Yeah. My bad, son. Jordan said he. Jordan said he gonna Keep medal at the Olympics. Keep talking that shit now, son. At least. Keep yeah. talking that shit. Holy yeah. shit! You see how many circles he got on that bar, Al? A lot of circles. That's <laughs> 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 I've never heard. <laughs> <laughs> Put some circles on. So I said that once at the gym, struggling, bro. So I'm, I was lifting, and I asked him to give me a spot, and I was trying to get over 200 pounds. Like I thought that that's my big goal: get over 200 pounds, right? And I think in order to get over 200 pounds, you have to put it's 45 what is it 45 45 45 yeah, the bar is 45 is 135 right. so you put another 25 on each and That's then that is 185 185 and then you put two tens yeah now you're 205 yeah. i put the two tens i try I, I i picked it up off the thing my arms are shaking and i'm like fuck i'm gonna just go for it you'll do this once in your life you get over 200 pounds that's the accomplishment and uh, i dropped the shit down and the shit hit my chest <laughs> mad hard right and i tried to use my chest as a little bounce pad like oh, i was yeah, just yeah. a boom and they yeah. put and i went boom and i got to here and i stopped and i just started going take off the little circle <laughs> <laughs> this is why he wasn't allowed to bench press this right here the guy behind me oh no what the fuck i'm talking about 
right? I go, take off those circles. And he, this motherfucker takes off the clamps, bro. He don't even take off the, take off the little circles. Take off the, yeah, you thought you meant the clamp. So he just takes off the clamp. Now the weights are shaking like crazy. We don't know what the fuck to do. So this guy makes me yell in the whole fucking gym. I just go, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We put the shit up. I'm looking at him like, man, why didn't you take all the fucking circles? He goes, what the fuck's a circle? <laughs> the plates? <laughs> why would you just answer the spot like that? Bang. I didn't want to yell spot. Yeah, you don't so want to be a bitch. Take off the little circles is less. Guys, I was in survival mode, bro. <laughs> yeah. It was I was trying to survive. Hey, you never hey, seen you a man out of your head, though. You what? were out of your head. I was though. out of my head. And That's you what it's all about. After. Oh, son, I was laying. <laughs> <laughs> he makes me get up. Yeah. Guy, whenever I'm laying on my floor, my floor. <laughs> Such a bad trader for making floor, me get off the ground. It's my floor. You heard that, Fernando? Hey, it's mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, he makes me get the fuck up. Why do you make me get up, bro? It's not that hard. It's, it's hard, hard, dude. It's not. Wait, so it's wait, what hard. is his workout? You never explained what it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just do like circuits, though. I go down 75 degree angle with the sled. <laughs> I go back up the 75 degree angle. Oh, wait, he just goes on a bike for a little, pushes the sled, no, 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 and then no, goes no. on. Like, we'll pair together. Give, like, a, give a workout, just a regular workout for me. Um, we did some yeah. like lateral kettlebell passes, some med ball work, and some, like, I'd be skier. killing the walls, bro. Just I like oh, yeah, yeah. tearing some things together, just keeping him moving, keep his heart rate up. He makes me go on that ski machine. That shit is super oh, big. Yeah, yeah, ski yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna do like calorie ladders or something like that. So we'll do like twelve reps of lateral kettlebell pass, twelve reps of like yeah. rotational med ball throws, and then twelve calorie. And then what's Akash's? Uh, more strength focus. So like Akash will usually start with like a, like a skill movement, like kind of what we were talking about. So Akash is trap bar deadlift and squat primarily. And mm. then like... My shit sounds so much better. On in between. <laughs> yeah, so... You sound so bitch ass. Your shit sound... Yeah, you're a reindeer, bro. You're a reindeer. You're pushing a sled, bro. You're a reindeer. Hey, bro. Hey, yo, you... The red nose. The reindeer. Yo. here working out like a man, He's doing winter workouts, bro. You're skiing and pushing a sled. It's like, it's crazy. This Canadian's got you on some fucking crazy shit. Bro. It's God like, damn. Yeah. I really got, got a bitch ass workout. Because when I'm in the gym, people fear me. Nah. <laughs> so like, no, nah, when I'm in the gym, they people they fear me, bro. AIDS, you gay mother. <laughs> 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 oh, no, for real. Am I the only one that lifts like that? Yo, you think, you know that girl that's always in the gym with us? Stephanie, uh, that whoop nah, your ass. No, nah, it's not Stephanie, the Latin she, girl she or something like that, Brazilian. Like, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think I could out squat her? No. Come on, bro. Well, so it's a leverage, <laughs> oh, thing, right? Like, so yo, great. come she's on, bro. No, 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 because she's come like, on, she's bro. what, five two? Say what? Five she's five, two? five two? <laughs> No, it's a, it's a leverage thing, right? I like, thought that chick was like five eleven, bro. I'll be honest, I thought she was. You know the one I'm talking about? She always comes in half hour after me. Lazy. Her and Fernando eating pancakes all morning while your boy getting it in on a Monday. You know, first one in the gym on a Monday is me and that nerd. I mean, I can't say that. What? Because he probably watches the show. Yeah, he's still a nerd. It's not like he's watching that shit. It's got to come from you. I can see him again. Can he out squat him? Who? No, that could that the nerd can out squat me. The nerd can out squat me. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think she could. Bro, he was nah. saying it's a leverage thing. Yo, you're so long. Yeah. Yo, yo, we squatted. Oh, we no, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. 
But no, like he's a fucking daddy. He's a daddy long leg. NLP shit we're talking about before. Okay, go, go, go. But it's like, oh, I think we squatted once. What? Like we maybe squatted once, like some goblet squat shit. I did a squat. He did right. Bro, Al, you only talking about squats right now? I can out squat all you in this. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, Mark probably out squat you. I will squat you. Akash, I'll squat you. Right after the show, let's go. Son, honestly, right after the show, let's I worked out on Monday, so I can't. But honestly, <laughs> but honestly, you can't squat shit. Son, I was squatting more than you when we went to LA. That's not true. What are you talking That's about? That's not true. Wait, hold on, Jordan. Oh, how are his had legs? Shows. I had well, shows. How are his legs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so like we had like a totally different workout. Oh, he didn't Alex. have you work out legs. Yeah, no, we no did. I did. No, we okay. did. It was just a totally different approach. What did you work out for him? Uh, we did walking lunges, leg press, quad extensions, Bulgarian split squats. Mm -hmm. Bulgarian split squats. Right, it's like never a rear foot elevation. Touch that. No, I never did that yeah. shit. Nowhere close to Bulgaria. <laughs> 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 no, but in all seriousness, his legs are pathetic, right? Like. Oftentimes, people have looked at Al like when he was sitting down, and then he got up to walk, and they're like, "He could walk." Like a lot of people, have been, a lot of people have wondered if that was possible. Right. So I'm curious if he can actually lift shit. Yeah, no, he can hold his own. Really? Yeah. Yep. I mean, they, like the workout was designed. Al legs look like a Monsters Inc. character. <laughs> like Mister Incredible or something. He's built like Michael Wazowski, bro. For real. <laughs> Who's that from Monsters Inc.? Yeah, Mike, the, the fucking bro, How are you going to... Son, they got regular people yeah, names? Yeah, yeah bro. They got yeah. Jew monsters, No, he got man? a great... His, <laughs> yo, hold on. That's what makes it so scary. <laughs> Dude, that'd be fucked hey. up if they were all Jewish last hey, names. Hey, like, what bro. are you trying to say hey, here? Bro, that's, that's a little redundant, ain't it? That's a little redundant. Where's Dove to laugh at this so it doesn't seem racist? That's right. He's not here. <laughs> yeah, he went to Israel, bro. He's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> he joined the forces. Maybe. Well, he went there. Maybe he saw some explosions. <laughs> And he's like, look, man, there's going to be some lawsuits with this. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go help out. I'm going to go help collect. Um, Jordan, do you think that you're strong enough to uh, unite the Middle East? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to ask. <laughs> all right, so Al's workout. Al yeah. could throw up weight with the legs? Yeah, so we kind of got him like. Why, okay. Why is it that he's so his legs are so pathetic looking, but he's strong with them? Well, we put him in a place where, like, it didn't really matter. Like, we kind of organized it in a way where we met him where it was. We didn't squat at all. Yep. Right? So it's oh, like... Oh, wow. wow. No, 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 but but like, he, can wow. he squat 300? Be honest. I have no idea. What? 300 what? That's pounds, bro. You How much is Mark squatting? Bro, I 300. One, one rep, 300, bro. Fuck out There's you? no way. Mark yeah. squats 300 pounds? I did, like, 270 two days ago. I do the 25 dumbbells <laughs> on each side at Barry's if I'm going over me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you're squatting yeah, that, 300 come on, pounds. Bro, I got it. Son, you see this motherfucker's legs? He got it, bro. That's how he got that fat ass, yo. Bro. How much can you squat? Uh, my best is 750. That's so, yeah, it? We're close. <laughs> yeah. You only squat 750 pounds, bro? Yeah. Professionally? <laughs> Just 750 pounds, bro. How much am I pushing on a sled? I'm pushing damn near 1,000 pounds on a sled. <laughs> 170. <laughs> But when you How much in, is a sled weigh? That's a good point. That's a good point. Push your own weight. Say what? <laughs> You're not even pushing your own weight. So I gotta stop eating because I'm not gonna do any more than 170. I know that. It's 170 is the most I push. How much does yeah. a sled weigh? Uh, probably like 60 pounds. Oh yo yo. What about the one I'm pushing? We push. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're going uphill, actually, that adds. Yeah, you might as well sit Fernando on that shit. Sometimes I'll say that. I'll say, yo, Fernando, sit right there, bro. And if they nod, don't don't you sit right on the the thing that goes up the holds the, the holds a circle. <laughs> no, he's like, no, it's gonna feel too good. <laughs> <laughs>
He's Santa Claus, bro. You're Rudolph. <laughs> Sorry, Fernando. <laughs> I would love you, Fernando. Yo, Fernando, you're the fucking man. You'll kill me, dogs. <laughs> um, what time does he usually come in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll catch him at 8 a.m. Say what? I don't think you'll catch him at 8 a.m. So, yeah. What is he doing at 8 a.m.? I'm probably sleeping. Probably actually recovering. What is recovery? Why, what is this? So, like, recovery is two things, right? Yeah. Like, I think the biggest misunderstood part about... <laughs> Oh my god! This is gonna be zero useful information to pull out of this podcast. There's gonna be nothing. People are gonna learn nothing. Hey, hey. I don't know. Hey, why. you gotta come back from flagrant you. Then they'll learn something right now. It's flagrant two, baby. It's flagrant two. I know. For real, what's recovery? Because why my girl takes so long to do that shit after a fight? <laughs> What? What's recovery? How come you can only yo, melt once a week? Yo, what's recovery? Why does it oh, take yeah, so do. long for yo? Why why how we get emotions to recover quicker, huh? How we do that? They got some GH for that? They got some testosterone? They got some steroids for that? Every time we in a fight, they recover. Oh, two days later, the lactic acid pretty built up, ain't it? Yo, yo, you know where you go for them steroids, Neiman Marcus? It's facts. <laughs> you just need a bag. You don't need a bag of royals. You just need a bag in general. A purse. Nice little purse. Okay. Recovery. Seriously. Steroids. We're going to get this done. We're going to get this on. Recovery. Yeah. So I think the biggest misunderstood part about recovery actually starts with your programming. Okay. Right. So it's like, how much are you, how much can you recover from based off of your lifestyle? Right. Like you guys work a nine to five guys work in construction. They all go in to kind of do the same work. So okay. You need to program differently because stress is like an aggregate. Right? Stress is just stress is stress. So you got to be able to like curate your exercise selection, your volume, your intensity to whatever other stress you have going on. Right. And so like in a professional athlete setting where they can, can kind of control all their outside stressors for the most part, like you got to be able to program to what they can handle. Right. So all these modalities of like, huh. I'm going to sit in the sauna and all this is like, yeah, but a sauna is not going to out, out recover like, either under or over prescribing exercise, right? It's not like I'm going to really bury that, like drop the hammer on a workout and then I'm going to go sit in the sauna that day and I'm going to- And then you're sweet. good. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a bit of a, that's a bit of a myth, right? So I think the most underutilized recovery tool is actually proper exercise programming, right? Because you're going to be able to calculate and quantify the stress more accurately that you're putting on your body that you need to recover from. Everyone's like, I'm going to go in the steam room or I'm going to go in the sauna or I'm going to put these boots that squeeze my legs and some <laughs> whatever. It's like, I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to take all this gear. I'm going to take all these supplements. And it's like, well, can you actually quantify the stress that you're accumulating in the gym first? Right. So it's like most people don't go into the detail of like exercise programming and furthermore down to the granular detail of exercise execution, mm -hmm. which is like, how can I quantify his or quantify his lunges that we were doing yesterday if every rep looked dramatically different? Right. So like how how can we first pre-qualify each movement in the workout? Every it, one of Alex's reps look dramatic. Well, no different than yours. Like if there's a skill ah. to it, right? But it's like, no, 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 like we're all on the same level, right? Like and we kind but of not really. we're, not, we're not some of us are better. Yeah, I'm, I'm but it's cool. like yeah. Yeah. even me, yeah. like I've been training for 15 years. Like yeah. this is my whole job is to break down the granular detail. And yeah. I still have to go in and there's moves I have to or exercise I have to practice. So there's a skill to exercise that pre-qualifies quantification. So everyone's like, I did four by 10 at this. I went for 200 pound 
YOLO too many circle PR on bench press. I did. Right. But it's like you didn't. Because, in winter, winter solstice. Right. That bounce off the heaviest. chest is a different 200 pounds than if you solstice. pause on your chest. Yeah. Right. So it's like I think recovery is like what are you recovering from? And that's right. the biggest thing. And like that's that's kind of the fun thing from pro. Like you asked me originally like, hey, why do you train us and then go train NFL players? Yeah. Because it's like they're so much easy to pro easier to program for. Yeah. Cause like the rest of, I know what the rest of the day is. They usually all got Twitch streams. They sit with their feet up with their Versace slides. So, so you I can, can kill them. Cause you know that they're going to relax. I can, Cause I control everything. Uh, right. Whereas like he's going to come in. He'll, he'll hit me up at like four in the morning. Like dog, I'm still not asleep. Yeah. But he'll, he'll sleep. fucking soldier in two hours later, like on no sleep. He's a dog. Mm, he's no, but it's he's like, and that for me is like, you can program for an athlete, especially on off season, but yeah. you need to like coach guys like you, right? Mm -hmm. So like programming is very binary. Like exercise programming is very binary. These guys move really well and that's not exclusive for all pro athletes, but I can kind of write an off season program and stick more to an off season program with a pro athlete because their variables are pretty well controlled. Mm -hmm. right? Maybe they're like, they're in a, a contract negotiation. They got to go fly out, try out for a team or something. But other than that, chillin'. Right. They make fucking twenty two million dollars in 17 weeks. They're just living off the interest. But it's like, yo, man, we just got in from Phoenix last night going through it, tired. So I got to be on the fly. So it's actually way more difficult in certain ways to like coach someone who has a more dynamic lifestyle. Mm. Where pro athletes are almost like they're very binary. They're computerized like they're robots. They're, mm. they're built to put on this planet to do one thing, mm. catch a football, run with a football, tackle a guy, kick a football. So it's like I can kind of sit back with like all my other variables controlled and be, oh, here's the here's the roadmap. You know, we got 35 weeks in the off season. Here's how we do mesocycles, microcycles, macrocycles. We put, I can sit there and just kind of look beautifully. Like doing bits versus doing crowd work. What mm. crowd work? You don't know what the variables are. Yeah. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you gotta I'm you gotta read the room. Figuring out in the moment. Right. And then it's like, yeah, I've done this a thousand yeah. times. Here's your program. So that's like that's the fun thing for me, and that's the proof of concept because right. it's like once you get to a certain level. Like you're not like if you were just doing Netflix specials and like you were just running and I'm like, I'm probably going to fuck this analogy up because yep. I don't know your world that well. But it's like if you're just running Netflix specials and like everyone loves you and you're not doing you're not you're not doing those like Wednesday night improv bits. You're not really, sharpening the muscle. That's what that is for me. That's what you guys are for me, because it's like I have an intent of the workout. Like I want to do some lower body skill movement. I want to train some upper body output. But some days upper body output with Akash is going to be dumbbells because he got four and a half hours of sleep. And for him, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. so it was like, oh, but today it's like, yo, he's, he's already showing me signs of fatigue early on in the session when we're practicing our skill, that skill is breaking down. I got to, I got to now change my approach, but still drive the same stimulus. So mm -hmm. rather than like a dumbbell press, like let's go to something more external. We were squatting heavy yesterday. And I mean, PR. Yeah, that mean? was <laughs> well, even with Alex big, in real time. Big, yeah, big. big circles, bro. Big circles. Who's the best natural athlete of all of us? Oh, let's and be go. Honest. Oh, so I mean, athleticism, that's a really good question because athleticism. Is. That's a great question. Right. Wait, real quick to put the recovery question in, in, in dummy terms for me. Right. The most important part of recovery is working out smarter. Essentially, more structured. Yeah, okay, so I don't control. like that language because okay, it's like because uh, you know to, to your nerd point early, earlier yeah. is like there's a there's been a movement for a long time and maybe like social media was kind of driving this or like the late night TV Bowflex fucking whatever yep, P90X yep. stuff. Lit. But it's like <laughs> it's basically Barry's boot camp in your living room. Yep. But it's like there the intelligent movement was like this revenge of the nerds and fitness mm -hmm. where everyone's like oh you got to train smarter not harder it's like yeah no you should probably still be laying on the floor. 
right? Like I think when people think about training smart, they get soft, mm-hmm. right? There's a way where it's like, yeah, we can know like the, what do you call it? The Euphrates yep. or whatever the fuck. Tigris, yeah, yeah, the Tigris right. yeah. and then there's the Euphrates. It's your middle and they knee. connect yeah. to your upper dorsimus. Yeah, it's all yeah. really complicated. This is but denial. it's like you can know that and then still. <laughs> yeah, it is denial. <laughs> like, and still go there. I think when people start to train smart, they just they just don't go there anymore. Yeah. Right. So it's a and part of it is like putting people in positions where they can feel safe to go there. So like we practice skill. So we did lunges first. Yeah. And it's like that was a skill. And like we manipulated like his field of vision. So we blocked him from seeing his foot and we had to focus on seeing his foot. We tried to play on like these these ways to develop athleticism. And then after that, we're like, yo, let's hunt. Sit on a leg press, grab the fucking handles, breathe at this point, and just go until you can't go anywhere. Right. So it's like you got to be able to play into that. So to your point about athleticism, like who's the best natural athlete, you got to define the word first. Who's the best soccer player? We can start there. Well, and that's so here's my default, right? Because athleticism is going to favor more than just pure strength. Right. So I would say the most difficult sport from a coordination standpoint and basketball. No. Is so I would give it. I would give it to him. No, Let's go, boys. No, 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 no. So athleticism is like it's. You, I think you got to try and define athleticism first. How would you guys define athleticism? Whatever I'm the best at. Right. Okay. <laughs> so that'd be like boxing. Like you're the best boxer in the room, without a doubt. Yeah. Well. Right. But like there are com- there are sub components to athleticism. Like when you have the goat conversation, right? The greatest athlete of all time. It's like, yeah. What does athleticism mean? Mm. Right. So there's so many sub components of athleticism. Like strength is a part of athleticism, speed, agility, endurance, power. What about engine? Engine? Yeah. Like being able like to in, keep going. Like endurance. That's endurance. Oh, endurance? Right. <laughs> engine. <laughs> what about heart? Who tell you that? Put some circles yeah, on my engine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they meant like Native American. Like back to, to the basics, bro. Let me but, bring it back to the basics. Yeah. So, there, I mean, Akash brings up a point about intangibles. Yeah. Right. But I would say, like, one what of the. What is intangible? Intangibles is like. Is that a cast how much of are you Indians? <laughs> bro, those are the intangibles, dog. You can't even touch them, motherfucker. <laughs> we do have intangibles, do actually. Have when you think about it, we do have intangibles. <laughs> you don't think about them. Slave labor in Jersey, actually. Depending, That's his story, yeah. depending <laughs> on like, what subset of athleticism you value, that's usually how people rank their goat, right? Like, right. what do you do? You value speed over power. Right. Well, then Usain Bolt is the best athlete of all time. Right. Like, do you develop court or do you uh, do you value coordination above all else? Right. Then you might look at some sort of gymnast or something like do you value endurance and Lance has to enter into the conversation. Mm. Right. So for me, especially working with like primarily pro NFL or pro football or NFL guys, I think there's some subsets of athleticism that people miss, like like rhythm. Rhythm to me is one of like the most important subsets of athletics. God damn it, rhythm here? Who got the best rhythm? Be honest. I haven't realized it's not Al for sure. Be honest. It's not Al. It's not Be honest. So like I'm gonna give it to you because I've seen you hit the speed bag. So it, I mean, it's, it's, it's task dependent, right? And I don't think you can necessarily like cross pollinate these. Concepts, you can't cross pollinate them. 
But there's nothing y'all can do. There's nothing y'all can do. But I do it with rhythm. You've seen these fucking flippers? I do with like Scuba Steve walking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm Scuba Steve after service. So dumb. What shoes? Oh, it's oh, I know. The ones that you got. It's the red ones. It's the red ones with the thick sole. So bad. What? You gotta get. I can't wear my pumps to the workouts. I'm wearing my pumps to the pump, bro. What does Akash wear? So we went barefoot yesterday, which was good. Oh, God. No. I'm not coming back to it. We did that yesterday. I'm not cautious in his element right there. Was he hanging from the bar from his feet, son? Upside down. Fucking grab that shit. Like a flan. Yeah, so for me, with the population that I work with, primarily athleticism comes down to rhythm like there's a rhythm to pro football and you see it like you're ever in a college weight room you're ever with the pros music's blaring they're all like dancing in between sets and then they'll like they'll catch balls in between a dance move and it's like oh that's something that we don't consider that's something we don't consider and it's something we should consider bro i've been telling these motherfuckers forever about this shit that's one of my biggest criticisms of fernando i I look at that mother bag listen you fat fuck listen here (laughs) Listen here. Listen here. Listen here. Listen here. You said you would pay me two hundred fifty dollars and make fun of him. (laughs) 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 You said you would do this, (laughs) Fernando. It's all on him. It's all on him. I don't even know who you are, but I love you. Um, But but yeah, man. I I I keep on harping on the fact that it's about rhythm, bro. And he's got to get his rhythm down. Al don't have rhythm. Is Al has no rhythm? Dance in a fashion video. That's a great point. Yeah. It's it's it's, yeah, it's, it's it's embarrassing. White people bro. dancing. I can't uh, do that shit. Oh, but like now there's difference between athleticism yeah. and what we do in and the what gym. we do in the gym. Right. That's very exactly. true. I always say that. <laughs> I've heard him say it. I got it from him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time. It's the difference between athleticism and what we do in the gym. Al, mm. when you're in a gym, you're in a fucking doghouse. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, and you need to come bring it, bro. You need to come bring come bring some rhythm. Yeah. You out here doing lunges like a giraffe. <laughs> That's what Jordan Shallows told me. He said, Al does lunges like a giraffe. We uh-huh. all sort of dropping in, and I was had way more rhythm and athleticism than both of you here combined. And what? what? You about? Son, that fucking obstacle course. Nah, you got I no endurance, bro. You got no endurance. You were, you were gassed. Yeah, your your endurance is trash. Did you text me after that about your knee? <laughs> I don't think you're out of this conversation. That was when no. I hit the backflip on. Mark, that didn't Mark get included. literally... Mid obstacle course texted Jordan Shallows about his knee because his knee blew but out. When you didn't your Achilles go at the same time? No, that was my shoulder. Oh fuck, it was my. Oh, it was I think I saw it on the like, gram, and then as I saw Achilles, it, it was just like Mark Gagnon, Andrew Schultz, and I was like, I wonder if this has Andrew's Achilles. He fixed Mark's. Uh, knee. He fixed yep. Alex's gay. This guy, yeah, no, yeah, this yeah, guy's a true. magician. Nah, You're more than a yet. chiropractor. It's still in recovery. Now listen, do you bereave? <laughs> Come on, Tony, that's rhythm, son. <laughs> relax, Tony. Uh, do you believe? Do you believe that chiropractors are real? What do you mean? Akash, Akash doesn't a, yeah, doesn't consider them doctors. No, no, so, yeah, and I don't care what you call me. You can call me the fucking janitor, but I know who's gonna call me when the seasons comes up. So take that, like, yeah. Ooh. Take that, no, you but, yo, fucking like, I'm intangible. Way, like, I'm not gonna crack your <laughs> take like, that. I'm what not does gonna that mean when the seasons come. When the seasons so come like in, when, like if guys are making M's, they don't care that I'm a guy. They don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Clap, so, like, clap. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you about the fact that you're a chiropractor. Nobody cares. Right. Listen, no, but that's that's a good point. This is what. Akash values most being a doctor. Yeah. Right. 
How'd that so pre med degree like, go? Kooky <laughs> 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 like Hauser over we're here. We're the same level of doctor right, right. now. What? Oh, oh, shit. Let's go. But shit. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. to do whatever the hell I want. He gets to do whatever but he wants. My want. biggest thing is like, do you have knuckle me tattoos? Me too, as long as I get Andrew's permission. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't see the difference. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's a weird sound. Brandon Marshall right? for you, Andrew Jones for me. It's same, the same, 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 same. They're same, the same person, really. Brandon Marshall and Andrew are very different. Okay, let's be let's be clear. We're very different people, you know. But you know, some who's not that different. <laughs> You know who I'm talking to, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> Fernando. 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 You know who I'm talking to, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey. What time is he usually in the gym? <laughs> now uh, I'm coming probably, in. Probably around now. Probably around yeah, now? Yeah, midday. Midday. They just do Fernando, two sessions a day. Two sessions a day? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Recovery. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Fernando. I'm coming for you. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hopefully you're enjoying this episode of Flagrant You. And while we're talking about PEDs, <laughs> let's talk about the most important one that we know about, and that's blue chew. Damn right. Get your penis operating a little bit, a lot of bit better. Simple as that. Same active ingredients that's inside Cialis or Viagra. You get the steroids for that dangling. Make sure that you're delivering the best dick of your life to your wife, your side chick, your baby mama. I don't know who the fuck it is. Ladies, you deserve it too. Don't get mediocre, mediocre dick when you could have the chew. Bluechew.com. Okay? Use our promo code flagrant. You're going to get it for free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. $5 shipping to have the best dick in your life delivered. Are you out of your fucking mind if you don't do that? We're talking about performance-enhancing drugs, PEDs, penis-enhancing drugs. It's Blue Chew. You're going to do it. Promo code flagrant, bluechew.com. Now, let's get back to the episode. So, back to, so being a chiropractor, right. I believe you're a real doctor. I don't care. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. Like, I get, because do you remember, because, like, Rogan put, like, had this chick on. She was like a geology professor. Didn't know her ear hole from her asshole. And she got on some big fucking on her soapbox on his show. Yeah. And was like talking about chiropractors and stuff. Like she knew what she was talking about. But it's yeah. like, like, let's go comedians for a second. Cosby, Louis C.K., Chris D'Elia. Yeah. Am I sitting in a room full of like pedophiles? Is y'all stand up comedians? And like, I'm not going to defend the chiropractors, but it's like, at a certain point, like she doesn't know enough about. So you're the saying profession. there's a few quacks out there, but that I'm saying the profession awesome. lends itself to it because it's you know it's a it's an inverted system. If I get you better, I don't get paid, and the better I am, the better I can get you quicker, right? So it's like there it lends itself to this mm. cycle of like being oh. a predatory in the way that the business. Oh, I didn't are. know that that was the knock on it. That's one I of one it, of the knocks. Oh, I could no clue. I thought the knock on it was that. Um, it's momentary healing. It, it functions in a similar way to like a strong pain reliever. Whereas yeah. like you're going to readjust these bones in my body. Right. And that's going to put less tension on the muscle that's pulled. But eventually the bones are where they are and they're going to go back. And they move and, the same right. way. And, but, but in the moment, it is so, so much fucking relief. Yeah, it saved my, I, had a, I had a guy come over and literally like save a week of my life. I couldn't even move. Right. I'd slip something in my back or I pulled that muscle I always pull. That's right. yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. The guy came over and I was able to fucking walk around. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I know that's not a long-term solution. Right. But I thought that was the criticism that it's not a long-term solution. I didn't know they were saying there were actual people trying to like get over. 
What do you mean? Get over chiropr- like the, he didn't know there were actual chiropractors that are just like, I'm not going to fix you. I'm going to make sure you, you just keep coming. Oh, well, I mean, that's oh, one, they're one and the same, right? Like the, it's the same conversation. It's the same. Right? Because if it's yeah. not if it's not a permanent thing, then there's a there's a. Uh, a codependency or dependency that's created in that relationship, right? Oh, so, it's, it's yeah, it's like, so like this person would be like, yo, come back every like twice a week forever, right? Because you're uh, gonna have this issue. So I agree that that's a big problem. And that's why that's why I operate the way I do and focus more on like corrective exercise and exercising correctly. So well, I was doing a, a, a PT for, for something and there was, um, they had a PT that was also a chiropractor. Right. And basically what they said, it was like full transparency. They were like, listen, I can do these things and massage you and, in these certain ways that are going to alleviate pain. But if we don't do exercises that are going to readjust these muscles and like readjust your posture. So it maintains by itself, you're going to be coming here for the rest of your life. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's go. Right. Well, there's, there's even, am I off on that? No, it's not, but that chiropractor who's a PT also needs to be either a trainer or a strength coach. Because it's like, especially for you. Because if they don't know the exercises. Right. Then, and it, but it depends uh, on the person. Right? Like between Akash's mom and you, there's two very different nervous systems, right? There's two very different central nervous systems. Yeah. That, that's really where these adaptations are occurring is at here. This is where we make the change. This is where we learn, right? So if you grew up boxing and you have much more input, you have much more output, then it's like the physical therapy exercise of like, all right, maybe I'm going to crack your back or whatever. And then we're going to do, we're going to grab some yellow band and attach it to the door handle. And these are the exercises <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah, do. I've been doing it's it. like, yo, you're, you, you throw hands, man. Like yeah, you, yeah. you ball, like you've been, you've been doing things. This is not going to register at your nerve. Your nervous system's going to see this and be like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Uh, so it's like, this is where even that model falls short. Right. So people like will prefer physical therapists to chiropractors for that reason because chiropractors aren't known for kind of working how i would work and taking it from the table to the barbell but it's like that's really for an athletic population anyone with any developed training age and i would say that's everyone in this room that everything else is too remedial that corrective exercise stuff where it's like they give you a band you tie it to a door handle you do the rotation stuff and like there's an hour's worth of conversation about why those exercises with the bands are nonsense even for an untrained population but like you need a more specific approach. Like your thing is going to be how is it that we can qualify the movements you're doing and pick better movements that are more challenging so that adaptation can actually occur for that long term. Can you explain something to me? You did something that was magical and I truly don't understand it. And I tried to look it up and I went off of your explanation. I thought it was really brilliant. But I had that issue with my Achilles because right. we were back flipping in Columbus. Right. Because that's how many things there are to do in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were so bored. We were like, should we just learn how to backflip? Just try to kill ourselves? Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> might be better. Yeah. Uh, and I like, I thought I tweaked my Achilles. And I was really nervous because I was like, oh, God. I get nervous about the idea of like doing any long-term recovery. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to tweak it. So I kind of like laid off of it for a little while. I first was working out on it and it would continue getting sore. And I come in and you ask me a few questions about the Achilles. It was really sore. Like I, it was really bad. And then you start squeezing around my fucking leg. Yeah. You locate that it's not really Achilles. Right. It was... Tibialis posterior. Tibialis posterior. And you keep touching it and now it's good. I don't feel right. bad at all. Prior to that, and I haven't changed the way that I've been exercising. I haven't taken more time off. You just squeezed my leg, right. and now it's better. Yeah. The average person, myself included, doesn't understand what the fuck happened. Right. You explained it to me. Can you explain to people at home what happened? Right. All right. So an injury is applied force greater than tissue tolerance. 
That's applied force greater than tissue tolerance. Greater than tissue tolerance. Right. So the tissue can tolerate a certain amount of force, right. and this is too much force to that tissue. And that's every injury. And that's every injury. Okay. So, so like imagine like you got stabbed. Applied force of the knife greater yep. than the tissue tolerance of the skin and the muscle. Breaks however, the skin. Yeah. Whatever, breaks the muscle. Right? Yeah. Okay. So our body, like when we learn biomechanics, if you go down this rabbit hole, yeah. oftentimes biomechanics gets taught these things called like free body diagrams they're two-dimensional depictions you see a little stick figure of the guy squatting and it's like well a front squat is more upright because yeah, the bar yeah, is yeah, here yeah. and then the knee is this and if your leg is this big then your torso goes to this angle yeah, it's like that's not actually biomechanics that's mechanics right because that's two-dimensional it's a two-dimensional picture yeah we're yeah, three-dimensional yeah. beings we're moving yeah. through three planes and we also through, move through a dimension of time yeah, yeah. Right? biomechanics to take into into account your nervous system as well 100 gotcha. right so it's like our body, like if you look at how nerves sort of fire and how they're laid out in our body, it's not necessarily these straight lines. Like classical mechanics is moving between the shortest distance between two points is a straight, straight line. line. Right? So we can take these angles and these rulers and draw this and be like, oh, your, your torque is this or your lever arm or moment arm is this distance yeah. and therefore divide by pi and then this is the amount of newton meters of force you have to produce or whatever bullshit it is. Yeah. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't come off the whiteboard. Right? That doesn't come onto the gym floor. Right? That's all purely theoretical, two-dimensional mechanics yeah biomechanics is understanding that okay our body kind of works like lightning right where it's like it finds the path of least resistance right these neurological impulses are electrical in nature yeah. right like ionic channels and depolarization all that shit so it's like we need to just figure out why is that we're converging so much force on this tissue that seems to be intolerant to it rather than just trying to strengthen the tissue itself hmm. a lot of people get injuries it's like oh my knee hurts i have patella tendonitis my Achilles hurts. Maybe I tore it. Like that was an early concern of yours. Like maybe yeah. I tore my Achilles, and like that's a no joke injury. Yeah, yeah. Or anyone, like a little. I had a little tear, and I was like, oh my god, is it? You don't want to be yeah. big. Achilles are raw, like career enders. Yeah. Achilles suck if you don't know what you're doing. So it's like, well, you just seem to have irritation, and for some reason, our body is choosing this path of least resistance as applying too much force to that. So I look at that and go, okay, like if this nervous system kind of works like lightning rather than these straight lines, how is it that we can? maybe like diverge some of this force away from the Achilles. What else is kind of in the region that may be acting like a lightning rod that should be acting like a lightning rod to draw in some of this force that may be kind of decommissioned based off of the way you rolled your ankle trying to backflip in Columbus. Okay. Right. So it's like I've dealt with enough ankles and feet and foot and not like the way you guys deal with feet, but like I've dealt with enough, which is totally ruined how I look at people now yes. by the, so thank you for that. He, 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 he gave me like a PhD level dissertation. I did this, what he and did the angle feet. in the toes. And I was just like, I went home and I was just like, looked at Tess and like my girlfriend is gorgeous. She's amazing. She's the best. And I looked at her feet and I just literally thought, fuck you, we <laughs> 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 carried on with my day. Yeah. But it's like, so it's what else is in the lower leg that yeah. should be accepting this force. Yeah. Right. So tibialis posterior can work in a similar fashion to the, the gastroc and the soleus, which connect yep. on to the Achilles tendon. So if we can kind of get this back online, if we can get our body to be like, hey, let's actually start using this tibialis posterior again to do what tibialis posteriors do, we're going to no longer converge all that force into the Achilles. Right. So it's like, I just need to rewire your path of least resistance. So the analogy I always use, and we were talking about this yesterday, and I think I'll probably explain it to all of you by now, is like uh, motion capture. The idea of a motion capture system that, yeah. you know, whether it's creating NBA 2K10 or yeah. whatever. or They goal. have those black suits and little balls on them. And then, right. the, yeah. And it goes to a computer and then we can overlay a skin of the character on top of the movements and make it yeah. really realistic. Our body has that. 
our body has that internally. Like we have these things called muscle spindles that relay proprioception and allows us in our mind. So when if I can't see where my hand is, I know where my hand is because my central processor, my computer is my brain. Yeah. So without visually seeing this, I know where it is. So when you rolled your ankle, you kind of like took a few of those ping pong balls and kind of put them offline, right? So you're kind of getting this error message as your body starts to try and fill in that image in space and that error message is getting perceived. I as roll pain. my ankle right. and I damage some of those ping pong balls. Right. Those ping pong balls are the things that uh, accept messages and send messages to the brain. Right. Right. So because they're damaged, they're not accepting or sending any messages. And therefore, the only ping pong ball that's left, you're saying, was like the Achilles one. Yeah, more or less. And you're just getting an error message filling in from that expected transmission from the one that's missing. Ah, and then the error message is pain. Right. So we're feeling this pain, but that's just the way that our body says that there is something wrong. It might not necessarily mean that the the region itself that I'm feeling the pain is broken. It could be something else that's been affected. Right. Is that what happens? So yeah, you you heal an injury but you unlearn pain. And oftentimes there's a middle ground of this Venn diagram that overlaps uh -huh, very strongly, uh -huh, uh -huh. right? So like low back issues are a really common one. So like lumbar spine disc herniation. Yeah, yeah. 25% of people that are asymptomatic that don't have low back pain have herniated discs on an MRI. So it's not this N equals one relationship of like herniated right. disc equals pain. So it's like you've found a way to like outfunction that damaged structure, right? Yeah. So yes, you do need to a certain degree to heal tissues to not feel pain because there is an overlap in like that unlearning versus healing process, that mm. injury versus pain process, but they're okay. not completely superimposed on the same thing. Okay, so then when you squeeze my leg, right, not near the Achilles. No, at the tip post. At the tip post. You were engaging the ping pong balls again. Yes, yeah, so you have Turn a lot of these, right? Turn so we, back we talked about like proprioceptors being one, and that's stability work. So whenever we're doing like lunges or things like that, and your foot's out, we were talking about this last night. You know, your foot's trying to like catch your femur, basically like trying to stabilize. Not that athletic. Yeah, just, mm -hmm. that's yeah. yeah. Panic. Stuff. Right. So yeah. proprioceptors are one of those ping pong balls, yeah, but we have specific <laughs> inputs that are for like deep pressure stimuli. Yeah. So if I go in and what I did is just grab your tip post. It was like, yo, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. Really hurt. That's kind of like a, there's a there's a nerve ending that acts to feed into this high resolution, hopefully high resolution motion capture within our own brain of mm. where our foot is. Mm. So deep pressure is one. Heat is another. Vibration is another. Like those Theragun, and I, maybe that's a branded term. I just don't want to the the jigsaw looking things that are yeah, like, yeah. right. Any, I'm sure they have my berries. Yeah, sure yeah. they have them like CrossFit gyms. We got them up at HOA. Yeah. And the reason that they're effective is because we actually have nerve endings that are specific to receiving and then sort of engaging this transmission process that's specific to vibration. So vibration, deep pressure, heat, light touch. Is that what stretch. acupuncture does? Mm, acupuncture similar. Kind of like accidentally did they fall into success? Yeah, I don't know much about acupuncture. But functioning the in the same way, right? Like I'm going to bring a lot of attention to these specific right. regions and then maybe we'll fire up those receptors that for whatever reason are damaged or not accepting it's them. It's the only, I mean, it's not like how necessarily a profession works or a discipline. It's just how your nervous system works. Right. Right. So there, everything that we perceive has a transmission and a receiver. Right. Right. That's how it gets to our brain. So yeah. Acupuncture is probably just a combination of those things. Yeah. And then simultaneously getting these feedbacks of these inputs from these different receptors hmm. but we have all these different locks that kind of turn the same key right so it's like 
stretching can do it right mm -hmm. and the tip post is a little bit difficult to get to because of the way like the ankle has to move and the knee has to move to get into a position to actually stretch it but like there's a the stretch receptor so like just a conventional stretch of like taking origin insertion of a muscle and moving it away from one another mm. right that's another input that helps us create this hopefully high resolution very accurate depiction of where we are in space so you have different receptors that feedback based off of the stimulus input that they receive right some are yeah. just wired for vibration some are just wired for deep pressure some are just wired for heat some are just wired for some are just wired for pain yeah some are just wired for proprioception some are wired for deep pressure or sorry uh for stretch so all of these different things are all ways that we can externally kind of hopefully manipulate strategically to start bringing this this back online now yep. it breaks down one degree further and this is where it gets i think pretty interesting is that we can base our progressions off the speed in which these things are transmitted, right? So stability, which like I've, this is something that I've probably harped on with all of you at some point in time, like that word, I really mean proprioception. And proprioception moves faster in your body. So that muscle spindle reflex, that one particular nerve ending, that pathway from that ping pong ball to the brain moves faster than other pathways, mm -hmm. right? So the deep pressure pathway the vibration pathway, they move a little bit slower. Pain actually moves the slowest, six to 30 meters per second. So like a pain transmission that's filling in the gaps for a transmission that's missing from another one of these receptors, we use these transmitters up into the brain, pain moves six to 30 meters per second, which we think like, all right, bolts run in like 15 at max velocity, 30 is pretty fast. But if you think that proprioception, stability, and like what's called a Golgi tendon organ reflex, like a stretch reflex, so stability drills and stretching, they get transmitted the fastest, upwards of like 120, 130 meters per second. So it's like, if I want to beat pain to the brain, this is really what I'm, what I'm going to do. So for me, it's like when we look at mobility drills or we look at trying to fix your ankle, it's like, all right, let's start with some of something that's just a tier faster than pain. If pain moves six to 30 meters per second, what is the next input that we can not block necessarily, but beat pain with? Or what's the next thing that we can learn that will then beat pain or, or just outrun pain to the brain. And that's some of these, like, where all I did was just grab your tip post and said, hey, move your ankle around, right? And that's huh. deep pressure. I just took my thumb. But why did it fix it? Because that brought back online the idea that your body can now use the tibialis posterior. Uh, the before tibialis. it just didn't. Well, it just funneled, it just bypassed it, right? Yeah. It funneled the force into the Achilles. So the Achilles... Because I literally, just to give context, I didn't do anything on the, on the foot for at least a week and a half. And it did nothing. It was still painful. It sucked. And you squeezed it, and it was better within a week. Right. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but now I'm understanding you just re-engaged something. You woke something More up. More or less, yeah. yeah. And like there's... there's you figure the body would know how to do that by itself. Well, it, in what the body is doing is in itself a self-preservation mechanism. Ah, it's like that thing is broken. Let me not touch that. Let right. me go to the next thing. I mean, there's like lizards that like lose their tails. I'm like, oh, fuck it. And they run it have, back. Have the tail. I'm out. Yeah, you can keep the tail yeah, yeah. rather than you get the rest of me, right? So I think it is a self-preservation mechanism. It's, a, it's an efficiency mechanism. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, because in a conventional mechanical model, we would look at this two-dimensional picture and be like, oh, we, we need a certain amount of Newton meters force of tissue tolerance at the Achilles. Yep. Let's do eccentric loading. Let's do plyometric. Let's do jumping. Let's do all this stuff. Let's just go at it with a steel rod and try and like scrape it a bunch. It's like the issue isn't the tissue tolerance of the Achilles. The issue is why are we applying so much force to begin with? Okay. Break down the difference between HGH, testosterone, and steroids. Okay, so those three things can't necessarily be calibrated. They're operating at different scales. So like 
Steroid is just like a designated term to a group of hormones. We have hormones. Al, have you ever done steroids? I took testosterone pills back in the day. Oh. Like GNC over-the-counter stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, Akash. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Though, and so here's the thing. And there, I don't know if it was can similar. Can you do that? But we talked. Testosterone over-the-counter you can just buy? Back in the day. Yeah. And like it was called like methylated testosterone. Uh-huh. And it was like it was in the little glass cabinets, right? That yeah. stuff, your parents would have given you that. You would have had some issues. So you can kind of, it's a wash. They didn't give you HGH, whatever, but it, they didn't give you that either because that stuff was pretty lethal. Like I know guys that had like, are on kidney dialysis right now because of the stuff they were buying over the counter back oh, then. Oh, shit. There are like, people in competitive sports that- They were abusing it. They were going super hard. It's not a, those particular compounds were not hard to abuse because they were so potent and so harsh. Okay. So the vehicle of delivery of like those types of drugs is gonna broadly dictate the side effects. So okay. most people think that like- injectable performance enhancing drugs are more dangerous but they're actually more so they and again the whole biochemistry thing they we know you're not a biochemist right. we're not holding you to that sure. we're asking these questions as a workout guru yeah <laughs> which <laughs> wow thanks what did you uh, were you asking yesterday why am i not like a tiktok influencer yeah. or something like that that's a worse accusation yeah, a workout guru, guru. Wor- you're a workout yeah. guru. you're a whiz kid fuck me and go into school. you're a workout guru. um that's what yeah so a lot of people are like oh well right you know you inject heroin that's bad for you yeah inject performance answer drugs that's obviously bad for you and the pills must be a little bit more you know, innocuous it must be yeah. easier for you when actually the way your body has to process and break down these hormones through that vehicle of delivery is usually much harsher in liver and kidneys right mm. so they're fairly liver toxic so it's doing damage to a lot more shit than just yeah if you could just it's, just, it's got to it's got to go yeah. through these things to get in and be right. like bioactive in the body right so it's kind of your original question so it was steroids testosterone and hgh so is there another one uh, I mean, there's there's hundreds of like but, what they call designer drugs. But, but like, is I there another two, like umbrella that I'm so not knowing about? Right. So let's let's uh, let's identify the umbrellas first. Yeah. So the two ones that I think we've been talking about the most. So steroids there's HGH? steroids and peptides. Okay. They're both hormones, right? So there's steroid hormones and peptide hormones. And those are different. Those are different. They're different primarily in their. Why do we never hear anybody talk about peptides? Uh, so it's you emerging. Do? It's emerging now in really? like, from a recovery standpoint. Oddly enough. Yeah. Um, that I mean, compounds like VPC-157, TB-500, um, uh, GHRP-6, all of these things are kind of thing new. And they sound like... Logan kept saying over and over, and then we went over to... Whitney, and she was Whitney doing it too. Stuff. The peptides thing, they would yeah. shoot right into their stomach. Yeah, subcutaneous. Or, and so I've done peptides. Oh. So I did BPC-157, and I directly injected that into my tricep tendon. And I did subcutaneous. Um, so peptides are like gray area. Some, some, uh, professional sports have a ban against them. They're difficult to test for, but peptides. So let's go after the umbrellas. Peptides can be, yes, this BPC 157, this TB 500, all of this stuff, but GH and insulin or HGH and insulin are also considered peptide hormones. They're much more complex and oftentimes just have to be administered through injection because, because they are so complex, you can't, as you orally ingest them, you can't really break that down into anything that's bioactive in the body metformin is like a little bit of a different process metformin is like insulin right but it's it's an oral insulin blood glucose management thing so umbrella terms peptides and then steroids right right? and they're both hormones so this category of like steroid hormones then that's where most of what you hear in the news and performance enhancing drugs is based around much easier to test for Way more compounds been around for longer. Peptides, really emerging new kind of market. Not necessarily in performance enhancement in the way that we think about like 
Jose Canseco in yeah, that yeah, era yeah, yeah. of baseball, like Barry Bonds' giant fucking head. Like yeah. new peptides are really more based around recovery of like tendons and a vascular tissue. So what makes your head big just to real Yeah, quick. so that's an interesting one. Is that uh, the HGH? HGH at high enough dose yeah. triggers a compound in, in your body, if I'm not mistaken, called IGF-1, insulin growth factor 1. That's when HGH starts to help not just put on muscle, which at low dose it doesn't really do that well. Right. Right. So HGH isn't necessarily anabolic in one of its primary properties. And anabolic is a, like the defining term of growing, right? Yeah. Muscle tissue primarily. But when, once we get to the level that we have enough GH circulating that it triggers this IGF-1, yeah. that I think then starts to stimulate growth of everything. I got it. You're the blue guy from X-Men. Beast? Yeah. I've been, oh, it's so funny. My yeah, buddy you're does. Beast. That's okay. what it is. So I figured it all And out. then, <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah, what yeah. happens you're like, is- Or like Hulk. You're like Bruce Banner, but like when he just goes, I'll just be Hulk the whole time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like you're a nerd, but like you're fucking jacked. Right. Yeah, yeah this is I don't, I don't. I don't. It doesn't, it, you shouldn't be like this. I don't hate that. You're like an astronaut. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So- Just breaking shit in the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> so, but here's the thing. We talked about Akash earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just want to make his head normal sized. <laughs> So, so can we give him HGH? What can we do? So this is kind of my own theory. about. Yeah. It. So they give it to kids because when you're growing, you have these things called like growth plates in your long bones. That, oh, that's a, right. And sometimes you'd break your, yeah. you ever have a friend who like broke their leg and then the growth plate was affected yeah. and it wouldn't grow as long. Oh, it's shit. called a Salter-Harris fracture. So you, Salter? Salter-Harris. And that's when they break the plate and because of the growth plate fracture, their leg or arm or whatever yeah. it is doesn't grow. Yeah, 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 okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's like, there's there's gradients of Salter-Harris fractures, but yeah. that's it. So as a kid, before those growth plates are closed, if we can in, introduce HGH. Then it can increase then it can still increase. Oh, wow. But once the growth plate's closed, now it's mm. done. But there are bones in your body that don't have growth plates, right? Like your long bones, like your tibia and your uh, femur. Right? Your head, your skull. That's what I'm thinking. And that, that could be common knowledge. I just haven't read too much into it. But like people who get accused of like just having like the giant dome. Yeah, and like the berry bonds. Probably, you know, the berry bonds, yeah. Okay, so so uh, peptides are more used for recovery. Okay, so this is where it gets trickier. Oh, yeah, 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 so, okay, yeah. I know, right? It's hard, but it's, give us the most like basic. Like, no, just the, you can't. You can't. You okay. can't, dude. So why I mean, would Whitney Cummings be doing peptides? It's not to get jacked. So she, she want to get probably jacked. I mean skin, hair, right, nails, things ah, like that. So all of that. There's are, like a youth serum in it. In a I've always heard that about HGH. It's good for anti-aging. Yeah, that's a thing. Okay. No, I don't know to what degree like it's boners, hair, like if we go to HGH, but I heard it, it you get like horny more often. Your hair is thicker. The hair, I've heard. The nails. I mean, it's all, I guess, would trigger or stimulate like collagen deposition or collagen formation in your body. So that might be part of it. Um, A lot of not aging is just, it's not necessarily gross sometimes, but the absence of death. Right. So if we can stop these cells from breaking down, uh, that might be a fundamental difference. Yeah. You're going to certain things like, what is it like collagen just stops reproducing at the same rate? Yeah. If you could increase the production or at least maintain the production of it, then you won't. Right. Deterioration. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Now, so yeah, go ahead. Go, go. So I'm just trying to understand more or less how each one is used. Uh, so and again, I know these are blanket statements, right. but like peptides, for example, if a guy just wants to get absolutely fucking shredded ripped, is he on peptides? 
So peptide. So if you want to get shredded rip, probably like human growth hormone is in the mix at some point. It doesn't have to be. So it's a right? cocktail. Uh, people are using more than one of these. I would imagine so. And there's yeah. not a specific category for each one? There is, but it gets complicated because people are crossing both of those umbrella terms. So give, give me the most basic, easy to understand one, and then we'll build on that. Like what is the just, what is the rudimentary, hey, you want to gain more muscle, you just want to do this, what do you take? So the simple one about gaining muscle Muscle, the process of like becoming like quote unquote anabolic insulin is your most anabolic hormone there is so people are just shooting insulin yeah or, i mean it's not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. the safest way to do it by a orders of magnitude it's it's probably the most if not the most dangerous drug that people take because it's like if your body doesn't have enough available blood glucose to start to store that insulin still working and you actually store a decent amount of blood glucose in your brain so this is no different than any diabetic that would go into like some sort of coma coma right so like a you could give yourself a coma oh, it's by happened. having if you look if you look insulin in, absolutely holy shit oh if you look in the bodybuilding community that's a that's not a rampant problem because there it is usually hopefully approached with those who partake in that yeah with a certain level of trepidation a certain level of respect because it is can be a catastrophic so insulin is its own category. That's the quickest way to get big. Very dangerous. Very right? dangerous. Also a peptide. It's a peptide? It's a peptide in its category of its umbrella term. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Peptides, word is still out. People right. are starting to dabble in them. Not people who necessarily want to be jacked, right. but there are some ways where it could uh, it's increase. It's a really new cool frontier on like regenerative medicine. It's for regenerative, regen regenerative. I can't. I've say heard that, that about aging is just cell death, and they're getting better at slowing down cell, cell death. That's like two and of that's probably why Whitney like would want to do it. Yes. Right. Okay. This makes more sense. Right. And in doing it in, I guess, small enough doses where you're getting that benefit, but it's not affecting these other. Yeah. And then give me the worst case scenario with a peptide again, because the worst case scenario with insulin is you go into diabetic coma. Right. Worst case scenario with peptide is. So yeah, I mean, peptides seeing more towards this recovery anti aging thing. Yeah. We don't really know. Okay, it's so we very, don't know very new yet. frontier stuff. There's Fair a guy, uh, William Seeds, Dr. Seeds, is the head of the Peptide Society. He was said to have cured. Remember when Brady cut his hand in the Super Bowl, like, I don't know, however many years ago? Okay. Kind of a low key thing. Okay. And he got a medical exemption to get treated, and he had like a fairly large laceration in his throwing hand. I, I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they used some sort of like electrophoresis with this peptide and got him back like crazy fast. Like, there's been, just to give context, they do rat studies on this compound called BPC-157. Complete, purposeful, go in, cut the rat PCL, which is the posterior collateral ligament of your knee is your yeah. largest ligament of the knee. Everyone knows about the ACL because it gets yeah, a yeah. lot of press. PCL is way bigger. They go in and cut it. They leave one knee untreated. They treat one knee just with the BPC-157, the calibrate for milligrams per yeah, yeah, gram yeah. of body weight. Fucking thing grew back. That's crazy. The fucking thing grew back. That's amazing. That's a great. It is like, but we don't know overdoing BPC-157. We don't know what those side effects look like because we're still kind of in this new frontier. I'm willing to find out. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 That makes You'd sense. You'd be the first stop for trial. But that rib thing yeah, totally yeah, blew me yeah. away. <laughs> I just wanted to get you on a trip. It still shit. hurts. What? <laughs> I bruised my rib. Uh, doing what? Seven weeks Breathing. <laughs> Uh, Breathing? No, no, I don't know. Getting yelled at? No, <laughs> he, he had some workout for me Dude, that chest supported row, and he prefaced me with like, chest "Yo, I'm gonna get rope? hurt," and I was like, "Yeah, everyone tells Cold me I'm gonna get hurt." Up. He just had like his chest <laughs> over the end of a end of an incline <laughs> chair, and he was rowing dumbbells. We've done this actually. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out yeah. of commission, like, yeah. like I slipped somehow, like bullet from the grassy knoll shit. Yeah. Like I just looked back, and I was waiting for blood to come out yeah. through his fingers. I'm like, "Yo, you good?" And he was like, "He's a soldier," so he was like, "I'm good." 
And yeah. I was like, what? First, first exercise, finish the workout. God He's damn, bro. First, first, first exercise. Didn't miss, didn't miss a set. Got okay, exactly like I said I would, though. Insulin peptides, right? Next one. Yeah, yeah, they're right, under yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing. Right. But okay. Peptide. Um, testosterone. Yeah, it's steroid hormone. So testosterone is a steroid. Right. And it is just increasing this thing that already exists in your body. Right. And the benefit is increase in muscle mass, energy. So I would break it down in simplest forms. I would say it increases like muscle protein synthesis. So you still have to work out in order to get Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're going to get more return out of that workout than you would get regularly. So if I do 20 push-ups without test and I do 20 push-ups with testosterone, maybe it feels like I did 40. I don't. I wouldn't go. As I don't want to give the exact numbers. Comparison. I'm just trying to right, make yeah, this digestible yeah. for like. Um, I think it it allows. There's a neurological component to it that yeah. goes underlooked, or sorry, overlooked. So it, it'll likely allow you to increase your output as well. Oh, it allows me to do more push-ups right. and do forty push-ups because I can now. Then, I can build and money. Can and, and then does it help recover yeah, quicker? Well, that's too? what muscle protein synthesis is. Gotcha. Again, so like, I can do more. Right. Because it's giving me more energy and more strength. It might be like a, a like a myelination, like a, a neurological thing. In so the I'm way thinking that's transmission, that I can. Um, kind of. So now, now let's subdivide. This might help. Yeah. Let's subdivide. Like real quick, real quick. Just a, so so the reason why recovery is uh, important in this is because muscle growth is recovery, right? We just for the average person, we tear apart the muscle more or less. Yeah. Basic terms: tear apart the muscle, it regrows stronger. Strong. Now I have big, bigger Roughly, muscles. Roughly, yeah. Roughly, Roughly, right? So if we can tear apart the muscle more and it grows back even faster, you're going to get these gains. If this we can is the most kindergarten more mechanical tension. I think that's how sure. I would be comfortable with that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's testosterone. HGH. So yeah, HGH, kind of, we kind of discussed earlier. A peptide hormone falls under peptides with insulin, with these new experimental gray yeah. area research peptides like BPC and all that stuff. HGH increases glycolysis, or yep. sorry, decreases glycolysis, decreases your ability to process carbohydrates over time. Fairly dose dependent, it seems. Yep. Right? So dose dependent in the sense that it's like, okay, um, there's certain thresholds that we reach at lower doses where physiological processes become more prominent. Then as we increase the doses, we actually start to trigger and reach thresholds of other physiological events, right? Okay. So it's like, you know, if you're taking a lower amount, this is usually probably more of the longevity play. Like if you were to go to a anti-aging clinic all these people go give you a little bit of gh little yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah and then as you go into like the professional bodybuilding world this is when foreheads are growing this is when the growth hormone is likely starting to assist in the anabolic process right. through the mechanism of like igf1 right. this is just a, my very very peripheral understanding of this stuff okay so gh insulin peptide all of that now the thing the interesting thing to think to break down is the steroid category yeah as steroids get ranked between what's called an anabolic property and an androgenic property okay right, so anabolic growth right we kind of talked about that with insulin yeah androgenic is like secondary secondary sex characteristics primarily like like, androgynous is you can't tell what sex they are ah. right so androgen is like the biggest thing that people i don't want to say look for but it, this, and we may have actually discussed this in the gym one day is kind of like this is where like the roid rage thing comes in there are particular drugs that are more androgenic and that's going to start to promote more of like that secondary sex characteristic so like with male uh, not necessarily more so Ball like shrinking. aggression oh so that's a female trait 
Uh, no, no, no. And, androgen, higher androgens would be more because these are male hormones, right? These are male predominant. I'm just so, saying, but if you also get titties and you also get smaller balls, and then you're also aggressive, that may be a female yeah, returning. Yeah. A, I, a I think that's uh, that's correlation, not causation, right? Okay. So like I highly, mean, potato, and, potato. highly androgenic, <laughs> highly androgenic. I think it's turning us into women. It's probably envir think. environmental plastics and, and, and environmental estrogens are probably doing that at scale way more than the use of also that also that. But I think that the female characteristics that are accompanied with a androgenic, like they're called. Yeah, the androgenic ones right. are, are, are aggression, being unreasonable, <laughs> road rage. Growing titties and growing smaller balls. Women have smaller balls, the smallest balls, none. Right. Yeah. And they also are aggressive and they, you know, road rage and they'll yell for no reason. <laughs> yeah. So, yo, you dig your own grave. Don't I'm just me. saying, <laughs> I gotta go home after this shit. And titties. And titties. Yeah. And titties. I'm, it's turning us into a woman. But it's called androgenic, though. Androgenic. So and why is it called androgenic. that? Androgenic. Oh. It's not androgenic. Hey. Yeah. It's not That's androgenic. You just said, you just and said the androgenic. Three, and the first three unreasonable. He said androgenic. No, you, you said andra. Androgenic. Andra. Andra. So <laughs> I think the big andra. thing to focus on as far as like when we see these drugs deployed in sports yeah. is the that irritability component. That that rage components yeah. so one of and like i don't want to misquote this but i've heard in circles there's certain boxers who have been known to take highly androgenic drugs that aren't in the moment necessarily going to put on muscle androgenic and anabolic are totally different things but they'll but get if you I'm, really aggressive you know, if i'm trying to go into a ring and that guy's standing between me and like half the pay-per-view probably benefit me if i was on some shit so take that shit right before the fight and then bite someone's ear off that's Maybe. what's been said hypothetically, hypothetically if that has ever happened in history and who in else will nibble on your ear a dog oh, a lady this guy's a lady. making a lot i'm of just sense. trying to say right I'm now he's as much of a doctor as me and you right I'm now just, <laughs> I'm just, if we're actually trying to have a serious argument here about the effects of testosterone they shrink your balls so you don't even have any more you can grow titties um and you are irritable and you get in arguments all the time and you yell at people for no reason if you're trying to tell and me you cycle oh my god you cycle cycling it. cycling is super oh. i mean female i think that testosterone turns you into a woman i don't understand why it gives you such big muscles because clearly they have none of those but how does it turn you into a woman so i mean there are side effects when your body like um aromatizes the free testosterone in your body your body and this is like a neat not a neat trick but it's a trick that you're that the universe kind of plays on that. It's mm -hmm. like if you have too much, the yin and the yang, bro. Right, that's it. The yin and there's the yang. A, there's a balance, a homeostasis, right? It's like yeah. kind of like our baseline physiological process. Like it's pretty amazing that at 98.7 degrees Fahrenheit, you're chilling your core body temperature. If you go over 100 degrees, we feel real you're hot. Doing, you're not doing good. Yeah. If you're at 105, like you're going you're dead. through it or dead. Small right? Small window. Real small window. Yeah. So it's the same if you start introducing these crazy amounts of hormones in your body, right? Yeah. So it's like that. Uh, aromatization phase is basically like there's a process that goes oh you want to play this game we're gonna totally flip the script on you so your body actually converts testosterone to estrogen in the body can i ask you a question because you brought up the plastics right right and there's all these plastics there's plastics that fish are eating plastics and then we're eating the fish so we have all this plastic in our right. body and there's a lot of uh, there's apparently estrogen in the plastic yeah right so that that should be feminizing us right. a little bit more is that the reason for the the civil unrest in the in the country? <laughs> yeah, you think no, that I, is? Oh, but again, above my pay grade. 
I'm just saying. Is it, it we're all, we, so we're all eating too much sushi, and that's why the world's going. Not through. sushi. It could be we're using so much plastic. Well, we're right. drinking we plastic bottles go of water. Date nights, and you know they tend to serve you in plastic. They serve you in plastic. The yeah. whole country can't get along. <laughs> the whole. I mean, back when we were a masculine country, all of a sudden know, nobody's rational anymore. Nobody's willing to listen to reason. Exactly. Be name a time <laughs> in the history. <laughs> no fucking way. I'm just saying you can't I'm name not. one time in history of America where we were divided. Beside now, <laughs> not a single one. Never happened. I can't name a single time. We've always been civil. But think we've what it always took. been civil. civil. Literally <laughs> civil no, is civil. how we've treated think what it each took other. to drag us into the civil war. It was actually freeing black people, and now it's Facebook. So that's how much less. It was a big thing. It was a big thing. Also, what is cotton made out of? Plastic. <laughs> what? Can I get a cotton fact is on plastic? That? Can I get a fact? Cotton is, is yeah. a plastic. My, my computer's yeah, dead. I don't know. Cotton is a plastic. Cotton is is a natural plastic. A lot of people have even described it that way. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, in, he had diaries for, he wrote about. This is a natural androgen plastic. Right. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> he did. For real. He did. I want to still do steroids. Okay. Yeah, same. So what what no. are we doing here? How do we Safely. just do the safest amount of Safely. steroids? I don't understand why people won't or, do this. everything else. We can or jump peptides. out of a plane or peptide, peptide. whatever they fucking are. I'm gonna call them all steroids. Talk about peptides. PED. I want to do PEDs. I, I just want the safe amount of PEDs. We can do tons of dangerous things in a safe way. We can jump out of planes in a safe way. Right? We can go skiing. We can drive cars in a safe way. There's all these different ways to do things safe. Right. I would like to do this in a very safe way. No. What is the little bit amount where I can do it? I can have vitamin C, all the vitamin C in my pocket. Right. Unregulated. Unregulated vitamin C. Look at that. I mean, blau, Tylenol, blau. Oh, yeah. give me one. Give me one. You want one? I, yeah. well, I got to get my vax today, so I got to take the. Ah, oh, dang. I got to get my second vax. I'm allowed to take. I'm allowed to get vaccines, but I can't get right. peptides. Uh, not controlled by the government. What is not controlled by the government? Peptides. Why does the government not want us to be strong? Are they worried that we'll take over the fucking capital? Why don't they time? give the military steroids? Uh, I don't know if they do, but I know in certain circles they're looking the other way. But like, why shouldn't it, he's up? You gotta be. They should be giving them every single time. Yeah, like a chicken on a farm, just like. I mean, they gave it to Captain America. That shit worked out, right? That's yeah, skinny fuck wants to be in the army. They're like, our no. captain, yo. juice, juice, juice. Put them on the juice. Okay, yeah, so let's say dope. no real talk. Let's stay on the subject here. Us, yes. Peptides, safe amount. How we do this? No idea. No, I will because peptides haven't been around long enough on the podcast right now. I'm taking drugs. Yeah, so peptides haven't been around long enough to do it. What do you mean around long enough to do it? I'm, like, today no, I'm going to get a fucking disease injected in my it shoulder. It's been around for one it, year. Right? And know enough how to dose it safely. <laughs> just start with a little. And then just ramp up. Then we ramp up. What about collagen peptides? Is that the same thing? Collagen peptides. Like the stuff you get from Whole Foods? And you yeah. Fix it? yeah, no. But that's we're for talking, girls. That's, yeah. What does that girls do? do that? That's... What does that do? He's talking apples and fish. <laughs> Bro, I've been drinking He's been doing that shit for a minute. I've been drinking it. It makes my hair super strong and stretchy. Yeah, no. What about pre-workout and creatine? What does that do? What about pre-cum? Have you ever tried that? <laughs> Which one of Yo, these should I tackle? That is pure test right That's there. That's pure testosterone. What if we just shoot it's ropes a... right into our mouth? Yeah. What if we shoot ropes? We is to... that why gay dudes are so strong? Yes, it is. That's Holy why they're in great shit. shape. Gay yeah. guys are in great shape and so are sluts. Sluts are in great they're shape. They're taking oral well, and injecting right, to your steroids. Point, testosterone. Right in their ass, They prescribe dude. anabolic Skip the whole gastro system. anti-wasting drugs to AIDS patients. Wait, what was that about AIDS? <laughs> no, no, it's just like, I'm not to, like... I'm not talking about other people's cum. I'm talking we shoot it right up the air like a fucking Kim Kardashian paper magazine cover, right. and then we catch it right in our mouths. So it's whatever you do behind closed doors. It's your... I'll do it right now. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> okay? I don't give a flying fuck. Well, don't hog it. I don't... <laughs> <laughs>
Well, yeah, I think to your point, that's probably a better, not a better conversation, but like that's a more readily available performance enhancing drug that works with minimal side effects. Yeah. What? Creatine has been around oh. for 30 years in research and that's like. But that shit don't make you chiseled. It just gets you kind of like bloated. It just fills your shit with water. Right? We don't want to look like Brad Pitt. We don't want to look like the strong man. We don't want to look like the guy chasing around. Yeah, but I don't think Brad Popeye. Pitt's, Brad Pitt's not banging gear though. Oh, get out of no, here. No, he's way too small. Brad Pitt's doing something. He was doing some you shit for Fight Club, bro. Yeah, yeah, but no, definitely not Fight Club. That was geared. Once you know, upon a time in Hollywood. He was built like Ben Uyeda, bro. He was built like Ben Uyeda. Ben is probably on a gear, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. They're on a gear. Hey, we were talking about that No way. Bro, he's, he's on the gear, he's dude. He's jacked. Right he's just thin. No, he's on the gear, dude. <laughs> I saw him fucking shooting up gear, dude. I saw him fucking take out his Implicate needle and shot his fucking He's like age. the Mitchell Report. He's naming names here. He's like Jose Canseco. He's he was on HGH, man. Right. He's on HGH. Yeah, He's, like he was on an HGH peptide when I saw him, dude. Yeah. He was. And he was super aggro about it, dude. He was fucking <laughs> aggro. That guy does not seem like he's ever been aggravated. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait and see. Just wait and see, All right. dude. You heard it here first. It's the exclusive. So wait, you say take creatine, get some extra lifts out of your workout, and then- Creatine and caffeine. Mm. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean about caffeine? Some black so, and this is, I think, performance-enhancing uh, drugs. When we start to talk sports, the the how do we get sexy the quickest? The elephant in the room with performance-enhancing drugs, and this is, I think, inadvertently going to help probably more than any sort of okay. legal illicit drug. The performance-enhancing drug that I think people need to start talking about in professional sports is Adderall. Is oh, that's so Is Concerta? Like, there's it's said in the N, in the NFL or sorry, the Go. Major League Baseball. Oh, wow, oh, fucking nice. Adderall. That's PD. That laser focus. That's what I do. He played the angle off the screen. That was incredible. That's a 9 not a 9 11. <laughs> what is it? Uh, on, he's oh, right here. What is, <laughs> yeah. oh, come on. What's wrong? No, what is it? A 7 11? He's right here, dude. 7 10 split. <laughs> oh god okay that was a 7 10 split but yeah so i think yeah. in professional sports the thing that people aren't talking about is that and adderall being a well i mean it's a performance enhancing drug but it's cognitive oh it's right? so great i love it it's i mean now you want to talk long-term side effects i mean you are just taking dude, i took the Adder i took adderall the other day and fought with my girl dude we had like a long argument and i knew it and she got destroyed bro <laughs> oh, I, I was so locked in and focused she's trying to come yeah. up for her little arguments and my brain is working a thousand miles per hour dude it was like a beautiful mind i was seeing little fucking algorithms <laughs> and shit pop up in the size it's like oh body slam over and over again mm -hmm. i believe it yeah it's, it's well i mean so there's the, in major league baseball is said to be the three a's alcohol ambient and adderall Ambien gets you night night. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you need to go night when you're taking meth. I gave her some of that the next time we were gonna fight, and then that was the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, you, he's, he's taking the Adderall. She takes the Ambien. He's yeah, just yelling dude, at her yeah. while he's over, passed bro. out. Yeah. It's just over, dude. Yeah. But like that's that I think is where people aren't paying attention to, and yeah. this is almost becoming a sideshow. Like I think steroids now, like that steroid categorization of anabolic and androgenic. Yeah. That's kind of old hat. I think moving into the peptide route, insulin growth hormone, much more difficult to test for. And now the peptides, we don't really know what they are. Not necessarily we don't know what they are, but they're so new that we don't know what to do with them. Mm. And then I think the frontier furthermore to that is, is looking more to like the nootropic route, which is like a very generalized, like nutraceutical whole foods term. Like these are very harsh drugs. Like mm. They're stimulants essentially. Like they're literally, if you get a prescription in Canada for Adderall, it says on the capsule M amphetamine. 
So like that's what right. it, it's a derivative. I mean, this is where I'm really stretching on my understanding of this stuff, but it is a derivative or very similar to what math. we would know as math. Right. It's good math. But how are those white people so unproductive? The meth heads. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and whatever that, that switch in that compound is that takes you from Adderall to like smoking it's, out of light it's bulbs. Good like, math. It's like Hodgkin's. It's, it's a good like, Hodgkin's. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I think the performance enhancing world isn't looking. And that's where I think a lot of the benefit is coming from. Like if I got to hit home runs and this guy's Randy Johnson, six foot nine, he's throwing 104 off the mound at 60 feet away. By the time that ball leaves his arm, I got point two hundredths of a second. To fuck so it. that extra focus is huge. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Absolutely. That's limitless, bro. That's yeah. You're I've literally heard, Bradley Cooper. I've but, heard uh, Adderall feels like the limitless drug. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, 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 have no, you no, never no. tried Adderall? Never tried Adderall. Yeah. No, I would love oh it too much. God. I, I, I would, would do it, it once a month and then to the point it's like, this can't be good for me long. But I get angry on Adderall. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I see. I just. Agro. He gets androgenic. Agro. I get androgenic. It's androgenic. Yeah. yeah. I get yeah. androgenic. His balls I, yeah. shrink up and he gets unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> my balls don't shrink up, actually. Really? Yeah. I was looking at my balls. They get bloated? No, but like. <laughs> No, it's just regular balls. But my sexual <laughs> appetite is not very high. Well, your actual Adderall. appetite is known to go down. That also, I have to like remind myself to yeah. eat. Set timers. I would do that. Yeah. I was taking Adderall to get some work done or something. Yeah. You get dude. fucking shredded. Yeah. That's well, yeah. Right. But then you're headed down the mat. Then just take math to get shredded. Yeah. Right. But then your teeth fall out. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just give me the Adderall of HGH. Give me the Adderall of testosterone. Give me the Adderall. Give me the safe version of it. That's it. That's that's them. Oh, so they're good. I'm it only on gets more, <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? It only gets about? more we... dangerous from there. Yeah. Right? Like testosterone is kind of like this very blanket CNN term, like yeah. afternoon special Ben Affleck kind of raging out. It's like there are so many more designers. Like if, if you just look at any banned substance list, right, that's a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see like so many chemical compound names that you've never seen before. Yeah. So it's like the, the lay person who doesn't necessarily have to worry about And this is something that when you deal with professional athletes, it's like, Hey, this supplement company is sending me this pre-workout. And it's like, you got to get real familiar with a lot of chemical names because there could be something in there that's on the label or more often the case, not on the label. It's like, you know, you want to make sure that your players are protected. And yeah. they can't just be haphazardly going into taking anything because it's like, there, it's not just testosterone. It's not like the, we're coming for your testosterone test. Like, they're working on the can stuff they, like it's the cure for cancer. Can so. they test? Uh, can they test for Adderall? Um, I don't know because I, I don't know the half life of it. As mm-hmm. I know, like there's like short release or extended uh, release true. versus not. But I don't know if there's any sort of like metabolite or fat storage property to it that would leave it in your system for longer. Right. Um, it'd be interesting. And, it, and here's the thing: at the end, I think of the someone day, got pops, and then they said that they were taking Adderall. So, like, the Adderall had something else in it, or the Adderall elicited some other reaction that they got popped for, and they were like, no, I take Adderall. That's what it is. Or maybe it was a, a, a boner pill. Uh, Wasn't yeah. it a boxer that got popped and was like, no. Was it Canelo? Something. Canelo I, I do test. remember this happening. Canelo, or no, they said it was bad meat or something uh, like that. Oh, uh, yeah, the love, bad meat yeah, thing is hilarious. Like, you're not looking day. at the absolute best meat for the, the <laughs> guy who's worth $300 million. Yeah. If they, every time an athlete gets popped, they're dead to rights. But they still they go down swing. Go down swinging, bro. That's your worst. Rep. You got it. Worst. It wasn't me. Juices. The guy was like, "Yo, it was horse meat." The other guy at the Olympics was saying, "Like, oh no, I drank like eight beers and like had an orgy with like seven broads like the night before." It's like, nice. no, you didn't. But yeah, that's why my testosterone was so high. I was laying pipe all night. It's yeah. like, <laughs> no, it's like the, there's nothing better than a really bad drug pop excuse. Yeah. You mentioned um, creatine and coffee. What, 
what caffeine and caffeine creatine what's, caffeine what's that ca- uh, combination for well i mean that's probably if you want to play it not play it safe but like play it above the board and you want to talk like ergogenic aids like performance enhancing drugs in the sense that you just want to perform better to delay the onset of fatigue and to have more available energy more endurance and more strength in a short period of time those two from research to practical application taking into consideration the safety and long-term health effects which are minimal as long as you don't have a pre-existing condition that's your go-to done let's go creatine and coffee caffeine Caffeine. or caffeine i I do like the inclusion of coffee because there is a difference between natural and synthetic caffeine and half-life which a lot of people kind of mix up and they think they're the same thing so like if you take a caffeine pill totally not totally different in its effect and how it plays go with the coffee go with the red if you can yeah Yeah, keep it organic okay before we before we uh let you go we don't want to take too much of your time jordan why is it we've had this conversation at the gym but i'm always fascinated to hear people say these athletes say that they spend millions of dollars a year on their body okay can you break down the math of how one spends millions of dollars a year on their body? Uh, lebron i think says he spends 1.5 yeah can you get me to 1.5 not saying it's I, a good thing I or a bad thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and honestly that's part of the conversation right is they, right. they might be getting overcharged for certain extorted. things extorted okay so break that down how are these athletes getting extorted? What what are they doing? Why does he even spend 1.5? What is that? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it's hard to argue with LeBron's approach, number one. It I mean, works. It works, and he is the healthiest tenure starter in pro sports history. 10, 16, 17. I mean, tenure in the sense that like, oh. he has tenure, like he'll just oh. be Oh, not tenure. Tenure. Yeah, 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 like he is. So spend one and a half, sure, right? He loses one and a half in his couch cushion. Right. People are extorting him and can live a good lifestyle and his massage therapist and all that. Great, dude. More power to you because he's so valuable. Sure. There's a risk involved in taking that on. There's a risk involved in having him because, yo, if he goes down, I'm not pointing the finger at him. Yeah. Who's a strength coach? Who's a massage therapist? Who's his acupuncturist? Who's this? Who's that? So, like, people are, and he's really spearheaded. That number is circulated and he's really spearheaded the initiative and kind of getting these guys thinking now about the investments. Like, yo, if I spend one and a half a year, what he what was his contract in LA? 137 million? Stupid gonna be a billionaire if he's not already. Yeah. Right. So so it's like if you if he can pay out 1.2 and then he can extend his career by seven minutes, oh. there's your there's your 1.2. There's no right? question whether right. it makes sense. What's I think a lot of people are curious about is how do you spend 1.2? Right. Like just what are the jobs that you're hiring? Like I mean, I don't know. Like, for sure, I know he's got a, like his own personal strength coach. And what would that go for for a year? This person travels with you? Depends, man. Depending on what kind of personal relationship he has with him. Depending on how long he's been with him. Like, a lot of these guys, they'll have a dude from high school. 100000 Honestly, two hundred fifty thousand. Man, if he's trying to write off shit from his taxes, he'll 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 throw that guy some extra cash, right? Like, it's, okay. it's, if it's a write off, it's it's a business expense. So there's not a there's real price no for it, limit. but it could like, be anything from low six figures to mid six figures. Well, I mean, think what you're asking for this guy to do, right? Yeah. Like, travel he, with you everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you're his shadow, but you're also building his career, and you're going to be LeBron's guy. And the second you come out the other end of it, that's where you're, you're writing a book. You're doing whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so you have your strength and conditioning. Strength and conditioning coach. They're going to have some massage therapist is almost a guarantee. So just a masseuse. This is a guy just massages you or this girl just yeah, massages yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. And, and those times, those ancillary services are usually like on a fly-in basis, I find. So, so like, they don't travel. Strength coaches, especially when you got a guy, like when you're someone's guy, especially at the NBA, where it's like the strength and conditioning culture isn't what it is in the NFL. Strength and conditioning coach is a position. That's a, that drives culture in, in, in NFL. And NFL, NCAA. yeah. Like yeah. that's a position where the teams are going to hire for. For 17 weeks. Like for the guys that I work with in the off season, 
for most of them, we're just going to exchange hands with the strength coach in that team. And then for that 17 weeks, they're there. I'll still consult just because you establish kind of a relationship as friends with these guys when you work with them in the off season. But so for a masseuse, that's usually a fly in role. Like okay. I, maybe once every two weeks or, hey, I'm going to be close. I'll fly you in. So then you got to pick up the expense of like, yo, you're going to pay her probably on a, a salary when you go, I want you here. This yep. is the whole concierge market. I'm paying so that your practice, you have all that shit. Stops when stops, I need you. Need you go. Yeah. And they'll schedule it out. But like, yo, I went down in the third quarter. That bat, that bat phone's going off. You got to know that like your office is closed the next day. And, and it's also like, possible a guy like LeBron could just have a 24-7 masseuse on call. Sure. Okay. At his point, like he's probably not. But if, you know, lesser guys who are trying to emulate this model, I find the massage therapist is usually one that they're sourcing in a city or they got gotcha. someone they like and they fly in. How much you think just Deshaun Watson paid for a massage coach? <laughs> Son, if you're paying six figures, I'm getting the ancillary service you're talking about. You're about to pay a lot, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Okay. Um, so we've got strength coach, massage therapist, physical therapist or chiropractor, probably another ancillary service. They probably stick with the team. Nutritionist is probably going to be where they spend a decent amount of coin. Personal who, chef. Personal chef. And that's usually going to be one thing. I okay. Think, nutritionist and personal chef, one thing. Usually. Okay. It can be two and they just coincide as a, as a, as a unit. Like okay. that's going to be something where they're running blood work. They're kind of seeing where your deficiencies oh, are. Oh, shit. Like okay. Lit. Optimization. We're talking $6 million man here. $137 million yeah. man, right? So it's like they're going all in and that becomes a logistical expense. You need to get his food sourced, cooked, prepped, ready in his face when he's got to be somewhere. Yeah. Right. So that's like those are the big ones that oftentimes that they'll hit. What about Cairo, physical therapist? Oftentimes sourced by the team, depending on what the player's viewpoint is around those services, they might have their own guy. And I think this is where the tab gets expensive is by having so many people, so many cooks in the kitchen. That don't have crossover. They don't have crossover. Right? Whereas like somebody hires you. Right. You are strength and conditioning. Strength and conditioning. You are Cairo. Cairo. You are nutritionist. For some guys, yeah, I'll take over the nutrition as well. I Masseuse. work with a guy. Masseuse. It kind of falls in the manual therapy. Stop biting your bottom lip, please. Um, it kind <laughs> of falls in the manual word, therapy bro, thing. But yeah, so it's like, and here's the thing. And this is kind of like when I speak with prospective athletes about like working into a season, it's there's, you can be 70% like say the say LeBron's guys are 100% the best in the world, the best strength coach, the best chiro, the best masseuse, the best nutritionist, the best chef, whatever. But if there's no interconnectivity between these these moving parts, if the input doesn't talk to the output, like if I don't know that we're going to have like a purposeful overreach in his training this week and I'm the chef and he's still getting, I don't know, 3,300 calories, it's like that. those have to match. So if you can have the best, you can have, you know, Bobby Flay or whoever the fuck is his chef and you can have, I don't know, I'm sure his guy is good. At yeah, you're not even working out this week, but we're still feeding you like you're working out. Right. That's a problem. Right. Or no, like we're, you, we're working out crazy and we're feeding you. Like, like you're not. A bigger problem. Right. Either one. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like inputs and outputs need to be managed. And this yeah. is where like, then all of a sudden you can have like, you have a data scientist. You could have a data scientist on staff like, hey, we're going to monitor your GPS. We're going to hook you up while you play, which is a really common practice. Yeah. Like how many miles did you run this game? Right. But what was your yeah. if this team stretches out your career one year, right. you've made a hundred percent return on your investment. Oh, without a doubt. Because if you're spending a million a year for yeah. twelve years, right, and you're making thirty million a year or twenty four million a year, whatever the fuck he is, right, and you just get one more twenty four million, you've paid everybody and you've made double the money. But there's a flip side to that. Okay. What if you get hurt? 
Well, the, the idea contract is guaranteed in the NBA, though. So, yeah, but, but well, the, uh, this is a really interesting conversation that's really topical right now because you guys familiar with Jawan James? No, Jawan James plays for the Denver Broncos. Now he's out ten million dollars because he's tore his Achilles in the non uh, a non authorized facility. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is yo like you know that's kind of what I do, right? Like yeah. I work with guys, and it's like I don't work for an NFL team. Yeah, but I work in the off season. It's like they're your property of a team. They have your rights and they can trade you and all that shit, but you're not getting paid. Yeah. You get paid once that first, once you flip the coin, now you're starting to get paid. Yeah. Right. So it's like, once you report to camp or you go to OTAs, they're going to start throwing you some scratch, but you're, well, that's a you problem. So it's like, you got athletes that are trying to train in the off season to improve their skill, improve their craft, to buy for a new position, to put up better numbers, to get bigger contract. They want to have someone, you know, procure this for them and take care of this for them. They know like, yo, I'm good at catching the ball. I'm going to run in the ball. I'm going to tackle guys. I'm like a strength and conditioning coach. I'm going to hire one. And now all of a sudden you hire this dude and accidents happen. We know that. And hopefully it wasn't any sort of malice or ignorance that led to that injury. But you got a guy right now that's not going to make 10. There was an internal memo that went out. I got my hands on it last week through the players association, warning players like, look, you're going to assume this risk. And Juwan's probably going to be out $10 million next year because they're not going to pay for him because he was injured and then not training in their facility. They're doing volunt- involuntary OTAs or voluntary OTAs, which is like, you yeah, know, that's kind of fucked up. Cause if he just comes back into shape. camp completely out of shape, they're going to be like, yo, you're not in yeah. shape and we might not even pay. There might be some contractual obligation for how much you have to weigh when you come to camp. Right. I know a lot of the or bigger guys have cut. that or you might just get cut. Right. So, okay. If you don't work out in our shit, then you could, and you don't work out our shit and you get injured, we're not going to pay you. Right. If you come here and you're not on weight, we're not going to pay you. There's a lot of caveats to not get paid. And this is where European sports do it right, like soccer primarily. Yeah. Like they do, they just own raw material from distribution. It's like you're some kid from Ivory Coast oh, that shows right. promise at the age of seven. It's like, yo, you come with us. Yeah. They, where those two ad- entities right now are separate. Like, you know, we have HOA, but HOA isn't uh, a football team. Yeah. Right. But we can take kids from high school and bring them into combine, take them through the combine through college into the league. Yeah. But it's almost like this changing of hands where in Europe, they're like, no, no, no. this, you know, this is FC Barcelona. This is FC Barcelona when yeah. you're six. This is FC Barcelona when you're 20. 20 and you're making, and we, this is our investment. We're seeding this investment by having, putting you through school. We have a school here, here, go to school, but also yeah. recesses soccer. Yeah. Right? So that's kind of the thing with the states. And, and it's, dude, it's no different than what was going on in the UFC. You guys were talking about this a few weeks ago. It's yeah. like, what, what do the fighters that fill up the cards that aren't good self-promoters, what is their tax on those who are? Right. right? And it becomes a numbers game. Yep. And dude, every owner in the NFL is just playing that numbers game. Yeah. Right? It's like because you got these kids going into the draft every year pushing 40 times lower, pushing 220 benches higher, pushing broad jumps further verticals higher and it's just like oh they don't even know not that they don't know names and i'm sure some nba or some nfl owners are super diligent and care but at the end of the day it's like yeah you're gonna pay them. yeah they're making m's but these guys are billionaires yeah right there's another guy waiting for jawan yeah. james's job and yeah. at the end of the day that that piece on the board is filled for that owner yeah you don't care man so why would you change it before you leave who is the greatest athlete you've ever worked with I wanted to ask Alex that. Me. And uh, who's, who's the one that, like, when you said whenever we work out hard, you're like, we're going to drop the hammer. Who's the one that, like, drops the hammer mm. every fucking time? Don't even have to worry about it. This, this guy's a dog. Yeah. It, I mean, it comes down. It's, it's hard to call because you don't want to pick favorites, right? Like, it would come down to 
it would come down second to, to brandon marshall brandon marshall number one right so we got shout out to two. shout out to the boss yeah so I think there's different categories of athleticism right? right so it's hard because there's what you see and like what's given to you so this idea of epigenetics i i know i'm being super evasive to try and avoid picking just one mm -hmm. but there are some give us your top five i'll give you my top five athletes of all time and take the personal away from it okay good uh prefontaine Ooh. mid-distance runner and that's go. here that's the athleticism like yeah he's you know what he's akash to the nth degree uh, all hard okay this guy's he's laying out for it yeah, akash yeah, yeah, is like yeah. he literally like i'll Straight hear him say forward. like yo don't be a bitch yeah like yeah. to himself I'm like Dude, yeah. no does akash there. empty the tank the most out of anyone here yeah he's got the most approved yo in my dms because we had, we put up a poll we went to the people. Everybody we're said like, Akash. Everyone will, and not even that. People followed up. Like yeah. I had DMs like, yo, Akash, for sure. He's got more to prove. Akash is laying out 100%. Akash, yeah, yeah, Akash, yeah. Akash. Yeah. So it's an underdog story. But it's it. Prefontaine for sure. Really? But he never won at the biggest level. Dude, To to because my biggest thing is like the passion that he pursued that with, right? Like yeah. The best pace is a suicide pace and today feels like a good day to die. Yeah, that's fine. You're running on a you're doing foot nascar like what yeah. are you talking about that's amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to be like yo you're, you're gonna beat me but you're gonna have to bleed to do it yeah, yeah. that's what i'm after do right? any of these guys train the mental like do they do meditation and hire oh that's a huge part that's of getting into it now huh? one of the big things that health like at house of athlete on wednesdays no one's really training and that's a cool thing that brandon's done so like shout out house of athlete and brandon marshall um is they do literally do like mental fitness classes where they they'll do group sessions like Therapy is a big part of what they do. Sports psychology is huge. That's massive. Um, yeah, and I mean, you see it. I mean, at the at the Olympic level, like Norway usually comes in out of the woodwork in the Winter Olympics and just waxes everyone. They send the most amount of sports psychologists out of any other country, mm. right? Any other country for any other, whether it's summer or winter, mm. and they're just coming out. And yeah, that's huge. The mental aspect is huge, which is for me and why I think pre is my favorite is because that's what I value in athletics. So when I see someone who's like, yo, I want to take it there. Like, yeah, that's what I want. Because there's an epigenetic expression, which like epigenetics is this word that basically means like your, your genetic makeup, your height, your weight, your propensity to put on muscle, your coordination, all of this. That's a bullet in the chamber, but your training pulls the trigger. Now, there's some people that are all triggered that have no God-given, like, a uh, Muggsy Bogues. It's like, yo, you're 5'6", yeah. and he's still getting up. Five like, three. that's... What? 5'3". Was he 5'3"? Yeah. That's amazing to me, because that's, like, that's a here thing, yeah. right? So, but, like, there's some people, the epigenetic expression of, like, just their makeup. Like, I would put Christian McCaffrey up there. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, and, here's, and But here's why, right? So Christian was, in my first year at Stanford, Christian was there, and I think it was his draft year. And Christian if I'm not mistaken, hit 10 reps on the 225 bench. Some people value strength as, as paramount in athleticism. And they would look at that and be like, yo, you're entering into the league. You're coming in with a 225 for 10 bench. And like, there weren't great reps. Watch that guy on a track. You watch him bound and doing some like single leg work. He's a fucking gazelle, mm. right? And his, his acuity for the game, the ability to navigate these spaces and like avoid avoid people and like he's just so so that aspect of athleticism so in a lot of ways like his dad I, was a beast too yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy but that's that's the epigenetic thing yeah. right so there's there's a bullet in that chamber yeah and someone's pulling the trigger right? okay so that's the perfect storm so those two um lance lance Haynes. 
have any idea how painful what he did is. Yeah. Like any idea. Like Losing that nut or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, not even that. I mean, obviously that. The fact like you, we go on the, you guys were bitching about the assault bike earlier. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. This guy's fucking. Yeah. What? what? He's, he's, he has he gears. He has gears. He also took you gear. You can switch the gear down. Make it easier. Gear. Pedal. It doesn't no. matter. It doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> and so here's the thing. Like, and there's wind. No, there's wind. Cyclists. Wind. Cyclists are like the OG. Like before, fuck baseball. Yeah. Cyclists, dude. There was a guy back in like the the 80s or 90s. His name was Bjorn Reese. He was blood doping so hard that his hematocrit was well over 60, the equivalent of like having ketchup in your veins. His blood was so thick to carry so much oxygen to be that much more efficient. Like, to give context, most people, males, uh, hematocrit levels are at 48. So it's essentially your oxygen carrying capacity, the amount of red red blood cells you have in your plasma. So it's like 48% of your blood is, for most people, for most males, red blood cells that carry oxygen. So it's like, well, if we had more of those, we could carry more oxygen and we could probably go further. This guy just doped it and brought it up to sixty percent, yeah. which is insane. Like the guy, and when you're light on blood, what happens? Are you more irritable? Like, um, no, I mean you're just way less efficient. Like if you're an inefficient at carrying oxygen. I know exactly where you're going with this. Mm. Like, look at that. Go oh ahead. man, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, saying if I'm you happen to like lose blood for five days, well, out so of <laughs> would have a lower hematocrit anyway. consequence. Gotcha. But just making, just putting that so out there. Lance, it's not a big deal. They're the opposite of doping. Like, if you're on a bike trip and they're losing blood, I mean, this is the you know. Mm-hmm. They're bloodletting. They're letting. Yeah, they're yeah. bloodletting. They're yeah. letting it. It's like having leeches. Pain. It is. Yeah. Lance Armstrong pain. They can take pain though. Right. But But Lance Armstrong can handle pain. Okay, so right now Wait, the pain is cycling or the blood doping? Or both? The cycling. The okay. cycling. Well, if anything, and here's an interesting thing to think about. First of all, I love this that they they're all white guys so far. This is amazing. This is, there's <laughs> there's <laughs> hope. There's I'm hope going for on. us as athletes. There's hope. <laughs> well, I think Tyson's gonna be on the way. Okay. Tyson. Tyson, I kind of going back to the mental side. Yeah. Like the fact that he could, and I totally believe this, beat his opponent before the before the bell ever. Yeah, run. yeah. And then when he looks across and they break eye contact. No, yeah. maybe here's my Tyson moment. I forget who he was fighting when he came out with the hotel towel on. We cut the hole in the hotel towel. Do you remember that? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. That to me, because that's that's the reduced essence of sport. That's yeah. And then yeah. in a sport that is so overrun, especially now with yeah. like extravagant uh, Logan or the fuck is yeah, yeah. the other guy. Yeah. And then this, yeah, it's getting crazy. But this is the reduced essence of like, when he had that quote, it's like, I'm going to eat your children. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What? Against Lennox that's Lewis. A, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Who um, so who do we got? We got McCaffrey, Pre, Lance, Tyson. <sighs> got to go Bolt. Yeah, I think Hussein, man. Bolt. So here's, Bolt is always an interesting thing to me because he is such uh, like a functional anatomy and biomechanical anomaly. Right, because he's so tall, and his ability to go just straight rather yeah. than side to side. We were talking about this last night, right? If you look at the world record sprinters prior to when Bolt came around, and Asafa Powell is pretty tall as far as sprinters go. He's like six three, but the last twenty five world records, five ten, five eleven. Yeah, because it's a good balance of being stable yeah. and also having a decent stride length, right? If I'm shorter. I have less deviation of a center of mass. I'm super stable, but my stride length might not be that right. big, so I'm. Fine. But if I'm super tall, like if I'm Taco Fall, I'm coming in at like seven five. Yeah, I'm wobbling all over. I'm the wobbling place. all over the place, right? So it's like if performance existed in a vacuum, Taco Fall, hundred meters, gold medal all day, no one in the universe could touch him. He would run it like fourteen steps. Yeah. Even Bolt at six five runs forty one strides in the hundred meters. 
right? And most people are running 44, 45. So uh, he's able to maximize that stride length. He's not moving side to side, which is a crazy thing. Most yeah. tall guys, we start to shift laterally as they run, mm-hmm. right? But he can keep it on the track. And even I think more impressive than his 109.58 is his 219.19, right? Because he's got to go around that bank track where now that displacement of that center of mass across that greater distance, oh, yeah. he's on one leg is much more difficult to, yeah. to withstand. So when he comes out of that like that corner, like fucking Talladega Nights, and he just slingshots past everyone, that to me is probably, from a pure like um, force production standpoint, his ability to create tremendous amounts of like ground contact, unparalleled. I think we'll never see an athlete in that, in that subsection of athleticism, we'll never see an athlete like him again in our life. Okay, well, before you go, we have um, a little something for you. Oh, goodness. You know, how far, how far, okay. We have a little something for you because we're so grateful that you've been uh, helping us work out and achieve our athletic dreams down here in Miami. And we know that you're leaving soon. We're obviously leaving soon. Stop. So the right thing, to be honest. we want to get you the right thing. And uh, receiving gifts. Let's, let's see what we got. We know that. I'm uh, little, all right, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm we're looking at facial expressions. We're doing a little unboxing. I'm murder. Oh, shit. We're doing a little unboxing here. Let's see. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Get out of here. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Yo, can I be like that 11-year-old kid? Can I like, <laughs> yeah. unbox his shit on YouTube? Yeah, exactly. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. You got to be like guys. the science teacher that starts crying. I appreciate crying. that. These are dope. Yeah. Sick, right? You guys know me well. Thank you. What fake, size? Fake are you? from China. Wifey helped. Hey? Down to, down to <laughs> that you? Yeah, fake from China, yeah. dude. I got. You. <laughs> oh, Tess was in on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I DM your girl. This is actually no, Akash's idea, fine. but we're all gonna take credit for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, You're welcome, man. Now, uh, Jordan, please tell them where they can find you. Thank you so much for coming on. We're all very grateful. Thank you so yeah. much for yeah, taking no, us out bad. and just exercising us and helping helping our mental health as well as well as our physical health. So uh, tell them everybody where they can find you, man. Uh, yeah, Instagram is probably like the best place to find me. So it's at the underscore muscle underscore doc. Um, podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, RX Radio, RX apostrophe D um radio and then uh, the company i own that teaches applied biomechanics and functional anatomy is prescript.com pre-script.com and hoa of course oh yeah uh so yeah we do or i'm up at uh house of athlete in weston um usually like one week out of the month i'm down here in florida moving forward so i'll be there if you guys ever need anything in person that's what the I'm muscle doc the muscle doc man go check out jordan and uh thank you so much my brother appreciate it peace yeah.